0: Ready?
1: Welcome back to Diaries of the Wild Ones. Once again, a huge thank you to Wild Earth Australia for supporting me in the adventurous lifestyle. If you guys need any gear for your next adventure—running, camping, climbing, hiking—you guys name it, these guys have it. So go to wildearth.com.au and put in the 10% discount code Diaries of the Wild Ones, all one word, capital letters. Also, a huge thank you to Free Brewing Co. Organic preservative free beer. You'll find them at Dan Murphy's and BWS. Big black can, silver letters that say free. Organic preservative free beer. It's a no brainer. Enjoy, guys. Okay, so this episode is part two with Anton, the Barefoot Dutchman. So this is the guy that's doing the world record barefoot walk to raise awareness for men's mental health. So last episode, we got his backstory. But this episode, this is a conversation about Anton's relationship with mental health. And even I open up a bit. So we're putting this out for whoever might need to hear it. You know, it always blows me away about how much this podcast has helped people's mental health, how many messages I get. It's just been so overwhelming. So I know having these chats means something to someone. Now, I really want to say that I live, like I myself live a really fun life, and I'm generally always really optimistic and happy, but we all have our moments. I've recently had mine, and something that I've realized is that You don't have to be a depressed person to be depressed. It's just life. We all get the rug swept out from under our feet sometimes. And when that happens, we don't always have the tools to deal with it. So reach out if you need it. Message me. I'll always reply when I can. Whenever I see it, I'll always try and get to it. Or tell your mates. Just talking about it helps so much. It was really hard for me to be vulnerable and reach out to my mates when my rug was swept out from under my feet. But they all supported me. You know, they probably got sick of me talking about it <laughs> until I got my shit together, but the thing was, they were always there. You know, it's what tribes do, people. We pick each other up when we trip over. So don't be afraid to talk about it. You know, don't be afraid to reach out to your mates when you hit that point, you know. Now, I hope this chat reaches whoever it needs to. Enjoy. <laughs> Barefoot Dutchman, welcome to my humble abode, which is my troop carrier.
0: <laughs> I freaking love it, man. It's, uh, it's comfy, that's for sure.
1: Do you know any podcasts I've done in the back of here? No. I don't know, a I don't handful. Want,
0: I don't want to know as well. I want to feel special, okay? Yeah, this is, actually, you're the first one. <laughs> you're my first, all right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just yes
1: well actually you are because this is my uncle's tribute it's the new one. Oh yeah 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 oh, we're christening it right now
0: good
1: <laughs> stuff thanks man you're a good looking bloke <laughs> <laughs> okay dude i finally freaking got you here it's taken it's taken a year yeah. we're gonna do a podcast because you got a great backstory um before you started this world record that you're that you're that you're doing right now i was gonna say attempting but no you're freaking <laughs> it's happening you're, you're three months in mate it's happening yeah. It yeah but um we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it before with your backstory, you know. Um, but I reckon this has worked out. The universe always works out like it, like it has. And I've met you right now at uh, not even Central Queensland. We're just above Gympie. Yeah. I escaped, and I'm on my way up to Central Queensland <laughs> to go to go hang out. And I've been able to meet up with you, and we're we're camping here on the side of the road. You know, we've been having a few beers. We've been actually we've just had such great story time all afternoon, yeah. and, and it's been really good to actually get to to. You know, learn so much more about you. But you know, right now you're in the middle of doing a world record barefoot walk. That's it. Tell me a little bit
0: about that mm. while I take my jumper off. <laughs> <It's so laughs> it, is, it is pretty warm, mate. Right, I'm gonna open some windows. Oh, that's all right. Um, yeah, I am walking um, barefoot currently from Cairns to Sydney, which is. Like you said, it's all—it's a Guinness World Record attempt, longest distance ever walked barefoot to raise awareness for men's mental health awareness and funds, of course. Um, yeah, and I'm three months in, a little bit over three months in now. Like I'm, um, what is it? Oh, I'm not really sure about the distance. I reckon around 15, 1600 k's in. So. But where do you?
1: This is what like where would you actually get the idea? Like why why did you go? Okay, okay, I, I want okay for one, raise awareness. You know, what is it to you that wants you make, to make, to raise awareness for mental health? I'm, I'm actually guessing that's a whole backstory. Yeah. But also then, then once you came to that point, where did the actual, like, okay, how can I do it? Maybe start with that, but how, like, where did the barefoot walk come in when you went, oh, I'll do this
0: for awareness? Yeah. Oh, it's, that's it's a lot of things coming together to the story. So, um, well, I struggled myself with my own mental health for, for quite a bit and, when I was doing that, I was I was walking a lot. Like I couldn't be home, I couldn't be at work because just everything would just kind of close in on me. And I just wanted to to like I was literally just running out the place I was living at, just to be outside, get fresh air, and just to be among people. Like even though I didn't know them, but just kind of feel that connection in that way. Like I'm among people and and having the distraction of of being outside. Like I live on the northern beaches of Sydney. Um, which is, of course, it's it's a beautiful, um, beautiful surrounding. By
1: But mental health, like your own mental health, you said you're struggling. Like, what are we actually struggling with? Like, if you if you, if you want to, if if you don't
0: mind. Yeah, for sure. That's that's what this walk is all about. Um, with me, it was pretty much Murphy's law. Like, I've i spent ten years, like a decade, in the army. I've been I've done three tours to Afghanistan, um, and then leaving an environment like the army and and going to do something else like most most guys don't really think about it but you all of a sudden you come into this completely new world and and you're not really prepared for it you don't really know like what to do what your direction is who you are as a person because you've been this person of the army that's who you were and all of a sudden you're this 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 guy in 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 a completely different world and like you lose your identity pretty much yeah and uh, i didn't think about it too much before because I, i went traveling i traveled a lot already when i was in the army whenever i had like a holiday break i would go traveling backpacking like i was just fully loving life traveling around and when i left the army first thing i did i sold my house i sold my cars um i sold my girlfriend and a dog <laughs> just <the> cars <laughs> in the house um and i yeah i came to australia just to pretty much travel around work a bit travel along and then i fell in love with australia uh never left um traveled a lot did, you, did you
1: feel within yourself but being in the army and like i'm i'm guessing you know doing three tours in afghanistan that that was quite confronting you know with with human nature with how the world actually is did you find that like when you left that you're
0: actually running away no not at a point no no like i was i was fully I, I wasn't bought it that much about um afghanistan at the moment i was just still too too busy um looking around traveling doing other bits pretty much distracting myself I was not aware at all of of everything that was planted in my head pretty much and I, I I don't think to be really honest like Afghanistan has been that much of a negative impact like I because I traveled a lot and this amount, this, this, this may sound really weird but even being in Afghanistan for me was just part of an adventure of traveling yeah. of just seeing something different and of course I've seen and I've seen a lot of things that most people will never have to see in their lives, and I endured stress levels that most people will never have to endure in their lives. But still, like in those moments, I kind of saw it like as a, as, a, as a life adventure, as just traveling and it's just seeing things from a different perspective, and and just doing something out of the box. Um, and while traveling through Australia, I I was definitely. Um, distracting myself i think for for the bit that um that i didn't have to think about the future for example yeah. and as soon as i was longer here and things kind of started to settle down i was kind of done traveling around that's when murphy's law happened i was at the time i was seeing someone that relationship ended which was like always it's a mess it, it hurts you know, um,
1: it makes you question who you are, your own vulnerability, you know, you exactly. know the feelings of like not good enough, yep. you know what I mean? You can make someone happy, you're not happy, yeah.
0: That's, That's it. You kind of get confronted with every, like all your insecurities pretty much. They just come to the surface and uh, with me as well, like I was, I was abroad, I was away from my friends and family. Um, I had a massive debt that I never looked at because of selling my house while I was being in Australia, I literally did not give a single whatever um i just wanted to get rid of it so the guy who bought it from me uh he got everything with it so i even threw the spoon and the fork that were in there like i said like whatever is in the apartment i left i literally left everything in the apartment because I, I rented it out for a little bit i said it's all yours i don't want to have anything to do with it anymore i just want to get rid of it i don't want to have to think about it which left me with like this massive debt but i didn't think about it because i was traveling i was just having a blast like oh well, Whatever, like, I'll I'll sort it out later.
1: Why did it leave you with the debt? Like, you sold the house?
0: I sold the house, but... The the apartment, yeah. Pretty much for the same price as I bought it for, but when you buy a house, you have all these extra costs. All the extra costs. And then you get a loan to, like, refurbish, rebuild. Um, So all that was still standing. Um, And then, like, you're fully heartbroken. I had a massive debt. Um, My visa that I was on... Um, is restricting me in a lot, you know, like pretty much in every way. Yeah, like you can't have much money. Nah, that's it. You're only allowed officially to work 20 and it, hours. It makes
1: you feel trapped. I can relate to yeah. this with my ex, uh, my ex-partner being being Canadian. You know, it was actually her living here with me. It was like actually at the time, it was really hard for her because she felt like trapped because she had limited options. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. it actually was really hard. She couldn't expand her horizons because, she, you know, she was subject to such like limitations.
0: Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was, it was fully it. And, um, then having to do a job, like I started to love it afterwards, but while I was doing it, I started, like I was working in construction. It's like, holy hell, what am I doing in my life? Like I left Holland to like fully love life. And here I am standing on some job site, um, doing something I'm definitely not passionate about. Like it was more like it was, it was tearing me down the fact that I knew I had only, like very few um, options of what i could do as a job because of the visa yeah then having to do the job knowing i was not passionate about it at all like it was just making me miserable and like your job is like the most part of your day uh being like fully heartbroken having this all these insecurities coming up of where i was standing in life not having a single clue what to do with my life who i was as a person having this massive debt that i was like oh i need to i need to get rid of this debt and it was only getting worse because you already have a debt so you don't have money so you have to borrow more and more money off the the people you have around you and it was just like this downward spiral of just talking to yourself like look at what you like got yourself into like what a loser you are um to a point where like i was fully aware that i should be very happy with um you know like having having the ocean to look at like how many people would die just to live at the ocean for example or the fact of having a job and having an income but like nothing would get to me anymore like i was just numb yeah like nothing that i should be happy about or that i was happy about. like i was this most bubbly person as in like people would come to me for advice about life about like like I would, I would make them feel better. And now I all of a sudden was this person in this massive negative downward spiral, only talking to myself. Um And did, when you are in that,
1: did you feel like, you know, you couldn't show it because you'd feel like you're letting the people down around you because you are normally, that's, that's something that I struggle with if, if something's getting me down, because I'm the same people come to me for guidance. A lot of people come to me for my bubbly energy and to pick me up and then, you know, it's it's been very hard for me to, to show vulnerability. I had a moment, um, you know, in a meditation a couple of months ago with, with my friends in my in the in the room and I had all this emotion come up and my ego wouldn't let me wouldn't let me show it because I was like, no, they they bounce off me. Yeah. You know, I've got to pick them up. And then I just had this moment where I was like, cut the fucking crap, Aaron. You need to just let it out. Oh, yeah. And I just fucking let it out. And, and what happened is that those friends actually supported me and was there. But it was like, it was so hard to fucking drop the act, you know? Yeah. That it's just like, you know, it's, yeah.
0: Oh, we, we, we all have this fear of being judged that like we, we, we're going to be seen like a certain way or like especially for us men, um like it's ingrained in us is that showing emotion is weakness and we always have to be strong especially around like a family and friends and 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 our girlfriends and stuff like that and well for for me at that point it was as well like the friends that i was seeing at the time like of course like being at like a, a an expat like a traveler at that point like all your friends are travelers as well and everyone was just having a blast like from thursday till sunday or monday everyone's just having the best time of their life going out going to parties being on it um whatever and i would be there and just like in the beginning i I did talk about it for a little bit but then i was kind of like shutting off because i was in such a different vibe and i felt like i'm tearing like i'm bringing bringing everyone everyone down. down yeah yeah so i would be like in the same living room but just silently disappear because everyone was just having a blast and i was fully numb like i was dead like i was i was just so sad about everything i couldn't get into that same vibe as they were so i started to distance myself more and more from it because i didn't want to be the guy that just sat there silently um like being numb well wow. and you and
1: you know it's funny i i remember uh, a friend not too long ago we were talking. I said, oh, do you remember this party? It was so much fun. Oh, my God. this is a party that I was at. That like, and she, and she said to me, she goes, oh, my God, yeah, I remember that. I was like, I was actually going through something. I just found out this before. I couldn't even. And I was like, what? You were? It's like, you didn't, you know, and no one had any idea. Yeah. And she was yeah. just there. And she was like, oh, no, that was the most horrible day of my life. And I was yeah. like, what? You know, well, no that's... idea. And I was like, why didn't you say something? She's like, you're all having so much fun
0: that's it you don't want to be that person that just stands up or or like raises their hand and say like hey you know like I'm actually not feeling that well when everyone's just having a blast and that's the thing that happens a lot with a lot of people like they all have this fear of being judged or being that person that um, you know drags someone's energy down but um, reality is when you speak up, when you, when you're surrounded by the right people and and your family, your friends, wherever, no one's gonna judge you for it. No one's mm-hmm. gonna say like, you know what, you're just being a, like dick right now for for doing that. No, they're gonna they're gonna support you if it's the right people. They're gonna they're gonna support you, and it's just that fear of
1: yeah, it's it, no, it's yeah, it's this fear, it's this vulnerability that like that you're wrong, that you're fucked up, yeah, and like when people look up to you. Yeah. You, you you want them to see you as the hero that you want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, you know, I've just I've had this recently, you know, where I've, you know, where I've um, had my own childhood traumas come up, my own traumas been triggered. And it was the exact same thing. I couldn't fucking like bring it up. You know, I couldn't bring it up and it was like so hard to. And then, you know, slowly you just like say this or start having a conversation. And then by the end, like you and I had a chat the other night for like an hour and I'm just fucking laughing about yeah, it. Yeah. You know, but like fuck for me to even get to that point, of having that conversation like that. It was yeah. like fucking, it was like two months ago. It was like, I couldn't, I just sat there just numb. Just yeah. like going, oh, this has happened
0: or I'll just deal with it. That's it. Well, and it's, it's, it's for yourself as well. Just accepting that you are struggling, that there is something not going well just that acceptance as well is, is of course like really tough but once you do once you kind of just accept the situation for as it is instead of just fighting against it it like it, it does become a bit easier to talk about but in the beginning it's fully just having to accept as oh you know what i'm actually not right right now i'm actually not like that bubbly person that i am usually am or i actually did get me into this situation or that actually just happened to me but it it sometimes takes a long time just to tell yourself like accept it for what it is mm. like we're always kind of fighting against it just trying to deny it maybe in a way as well yeah
1: and i see a lot of people go dark and then self-sabotage yeah you know when something happens
0: and they just go oh, fuck it and yeah and then does just, <laughs> just, just make it worse themselves. yeah pretty much you know what yeah. i mean you're like
1: what are you doing Stop. yeah
0: well that's 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 this one thing that happens a lot people start to distract themselves but then in the worst ways as in like of course distraction is is um alcohol drugs gambling um mm. just getting yourself into trouble pretty much because it's like this it kind of numbs your thoughts it kind of numbs the problem it's not there that moment so it kind of makes you get it actually just gets you into more and more trouble you're just adding more problems to whatever you're already having and that's when you get into that downward spiral that just seems like yeah, never ending. Um, because you start to look for those distractions instead of just accepting what is and finding, um, yeah, little so solutions.
1: How are you dealing with it? Did you at this state of you when you're in this depression? Yeah. you know what I mean. Nothing's going right for you, right? Were you aware, like, of your mental state of what you needed to do? Like sometimes, like you know, things happen f- for me, and I like I know what I need to do but I just don't have the motivation to do it. Yeah. Like, did you know what you needed to do? Did you know you're in a depressive state?
0: I, I did at some point. Like um, I like I said before, I, I, I left the house. I started to walk endlessly, like six, seven, eight hours a day, just pace up and down this two and a half K stretch of beach, like from Queenslift to, to Shelley Beach, just pacing up and down, up and down, not having a single goal with it. I just wanted to be not home, not anywhere else. I just wanted to... To be out and and be walking and, um, did any any of your mates notice? Yeah, yeah. Sitting on the beach, going,
1: wait, there he goes again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing was like just you, you keep bumping into the same people, of course. So, um, you start to have conversations with complete strangers, and all of a sudden, because it's a complete stranger, you kind of feel like you can you can tell a little bit more because they're not going to judge you because they're not going like in your in your close circle. So you start to to share a bit more of your story and then all of a sudden you kind of realize hey he, he's got a story to share as well and it it makes you feel a little bit better because for that moment you're not the only one in your troubles mm-hmm. um but i was i was doing that so often and and just getting so lost in my own negative thinking that i got to a point where i was kind of telling to myself like mate you can you can walk this beach up and down for whatever you want but it's not going to change anything about your situation if you want the situation to change you're gonna have to change yourself you're gonna have to to change your circumstances like do different things because doing the the same thing over and over again that's not where you're going to find the solution that's not where you're going to find the answer and um i started to open myself up and i and i remember um one of my best friends bringing me to um a lady that's like a bit on the spiritual side and she was doing readings and and she was like a, like a, a mental coach as well and of course i was broke as hell i had nothing like to be to be honest like at some at some point i was back uh as a fully adult like in my 30s in a six bed dorm sharing my room with 18 year olds that were just frothing about life and having a blast and i was fully depressed because i had no money to go anywhere else like i i had to stay in a six bed dorm in a bunk bed um and then just go to work at 6 a.m in the morning but then wasn't able to go to work i would literally start crying sometimes because i was just getting so like overwhelmed, overwhelmed. yeah um wow so i was i was just getting to a point I was like mate like if if you want things to change you need to change the things that are you doing um so i just started to open myself up to things that i was just like really far removed from at first well that
1: point that you just said right then and there is taking responsibility yeah you know and this is the hardest thing to do because to take responsibility you actually have to look at yourself that's it right it's like the stuff we've been t- talking about it's like you know like you're doing something that's not good good for you yeah right and you're looking you can't blame anyone else yeah no. Right, You can try to and be like, that person fucked me over. This person's done this and my job's done this and fuck this. It's like, no, it's like it comes down to your responsibility for you to fucking do it. But it's like once it is your responsibility, it's like, okay, like once you actually take that on, you go, fuck, I need to change this. It's actually having the courage to do it, which is even harder. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like realizing it's one thing.
0: Yeah, oh percent. Fucking having the courage to actually do it is even harder. It's a it's a massive step, and it's it's getting way out of your comfort zone. Um. But that's yeah, that's exactly what what needs to be done in those in those situations. As in, like you can, whatever happened to you, you you, you can either become like a victim to it and just kind of curl up in a little ball and just later and just let it all happen to you, or you can decide like I'm not letting this whatever happens into my life become where I am like mm-hmm. i'm not I'm not my situation, I'm a different person um and we- that's kind of what yeah and that's and that's the hardest thing because to be really honest, like people in general, we love to kind of hang in that um victim role yeah. because it's just easier. it's easy to say everything is shit, everything is fucked, everything is happening to me instead of saying i'm responsible to how i respond to situation i'm responsible of the outcome as well." like no matter what happens to me i'm the one i still have control of like some things that happen to you you have no control over but how you respond to things and how you come out of it that's what you have control over and And that's your power that's the power and And as soon as you feel that as soon Mm. as you take that first step of gaining that control and gaining that power that unleashes this inner power that you, that everyone has inside of you of, pretty much doing whatever you set your mind on.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking. I was just <laughs> thinking. Fuck yeah! Like it's so hard to have your power sometimes, you know. Like to 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 have that. I was just, but I was just thinking, like when you said, you know, like being the victim, right? You know, um, there's there's two sides of that, because being the victim's not going to get you anywhere. But where people think, okay, when something happens, I think it's pretty important to feel the emotions. Oh, yeah. To, to feel it. And then to like, because I think, you know, someone's like, no, I'm not the victim. Fuck it. I'm getting up. I'm going to go live my life and suppress it and just go fucking aid it and go oh, have yeah. fun. Like, it's funny. Like, this shit happened to me recently. And I just, I was like, my normal self. Would have packed up everything going, fuck it, I'm going on a trip and sending it. You know, that's what I've always ever done. Every time I've fucking broken up with a girl or every time I've like fucking quit a job or something's happened that I haven't liked, I've gone, fuck it, I'm going.
0: You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and I just yeah, go yeah.
1: have a sick time. This time I was like, I don't want to do that this time because this is a pattern. You know yeah. what I mean? The same things come up and like, I need to sit here and feel this oh,
0: yeah. and feel
1: this emotion so it fucking scars me that deep that I don't want to. That I don't want to allow it to happen again. Yeah, you know what I mean. I just remember thinking like, it's not. I'm right now. I'm not being the victim because I realise I created it myself. But I'm like, I don't want to fucking do this again.
0: Oh yeah, 100%. you know what I mean. It's yeah. like,
1: and and then the hardest thing is to step into your power. But it was like it was this weird thing at the start. And the only reason why I say this is because I was contemplating. I'm like, am I being the victim by feeling this? Because it was foreign to me to sit in that and not distract myself to sit in that emotion and actually feel it. You know, yeah. it was like foreign to me to sit there and be like. Fuck, okay, this hurts and I alright, I don't want to, don't want this to happen again. Yeah. I don't want to feel this again. Okay, what do I need to do so this doesn't happen? What do I need to change so this doesn't happen?
0: Yeah. Oh that and that's and that's one of the most important things and that's and that's one of the most powerful and most challenging things as well. It's just to sit still with yourself and actually just kinda of look at yourself of what like what happened, what got you in that situation for example, and what you can do to come out of it. But you need What you did, you need to sit still with yourself. Like, not find distraction, uh, go party straight away, go on a holiday straight away. No, like, kind of accept what the situation is. Look at it and just take your lessons and your learnings out of it. Like, see what you can do differently next time, how you can respond differently next time. But definitely do not distract yourself. Like, fully, fully be aware of what happened. And if you feel shit, it's completely fine. Like, it's just having emotions you know like it's completely fine to have these emotions and allow yourself to feel shit for a bit because that's just human like we're we're we're, like it's it's there's nothing wrong with it but
1: what this guy said to me the other day i think i was in the shop or something i think it was like i was like i said to this guy like are you waiting in line like are you next or something he said something like probably not no one what did he say like probably not no one no one ever recognizes me and like you know what I mean. it was something like that i was just like what (laughs) you know what i mean like like what you know you know have you ever heard someone like just be like oh yeah well no one ever respects me or like yeah they'll just do this to me and i'm like yeah well do you let them yeah
0: (laughs) you know what i mean like kind of asking for it yeah yeah Yeah. oh it's yeah it is it is it is something it is something really special but like at the same time it's very normal as well and um yeah what i definitely want to say is as well like what what i said it is normal i I just kind of like you feel you feel like you're in it you're alone like you're struggling by yourself and and it's just you going through that misery um but it's not like every person you meet on the street has that background story has something to tell you has some Mm. experience within like with their mental health um and and you definitely don't have to do it by yourself. You're not in it by yourself. Um, and we all have
1: our triggers from childhood trauma, or or just from any trauma, or just past trauma, or anything. It's like this is what I found. It's like you can have fucking your life. You you think it's a hundred percent fucking imbalance and going well, and then something happens, another scenario that you're not used to that triggers something in, within you that you're not that you don't have the tools to deal with. Yeah. Right. And the next thing, like you're like, oh, ninety five percent of my life is imbalanced, but this five percent I have no fucking idea
0: how to deal with it. Yeah. And that five percent can spiral. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's just like
1: everyone has a fucking story.
0: 100, percent. and it can happen to everyone. It's 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 not just the um, certain type of people or something like that that are a bit more sensitive. Not. It can happen to anyone. So um, so
1: what do you do? You're in the dorm room. You're in the dorm room. You freaking got no cash. got no money. You're feeling shit about yourself. And you said like you got up and you're like you, you had that realization. Yeah. You oh, know what I mean? To take responsibility. So what what do you I,
0: I just started to open up myself for new experiences and for new input for like, if you, if you keep doing what you always done, you're always going to get the same end result. So I, I just thought like, if I need to, I need to change things up. I need to open up myself for new experiences, for new input, for, so I, I, I um, I didn't, have, of course I didn't have funds for like any professional help that that's quite expensive. Sometimes I wasn't aware of the free helplines or anything like that back then. Um uh, but I did. I, d- I did have money for this one session with someone and I I told them up front, it's like, you know what, like I only have money to do this one session. I don't wanna like walk around in circles. I, I just need something. I need something to hold on to right now. I need something to learn from or to to try or anything. Um so she did. She actually just kinda said like, Hey, there is this um this mindfulness book that I, I would love for you to read. Um it's called uh, mindfulness finding peace in the frantic world and i want you to download this app it, it was headspace and i want you to learn how to to meditate to to learn how your mind works and that the thoughts are just clouds passing by they're not you you're the, like uh, 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 it, it was beautiful how she told that i'm not i'm not sure if i'm going to do it well but you're the blue sky you're there you're always there clouds are like thoughts are just clouds passing by and sometimes it looks gray but that's just your thoughts it's not you so those thoughts will like pass by and you just have to like whenever these these thoughts are taking over your mind and you start to become or you start to think like you're just gray and you're just down it's like nah, you're blue your thoughts make you kind of think you're gray because you're becoming your thoughts but you're not your thoughts like thoughts are just things that come by we have like thirty thousand of them of a day but they're not you. They just come and they go and just observe them. Like don't judge them. Just let them pass by. And once they pass by, you just become back to like the blue sky again, which is you. And I, I just like it was just a, like a really simple, basic thing to kind of understand how thoughts work and how they're not you as a person. Like you can not get lost in your thoughts because you have so many of them day of of, uh, of them on a day, and when you keep talking to yourself and no one else as well like you you start to make yourself believe that is you but it's it's actually not and that was like the first small like little tool
1: just cutting yourself some slack
0: yeah just be Mm. kind to yourself like oh that's one thing she definitely mentions be kind to yourself talk to yourself as if you would talk to your mate like would you talk to a mate right now like you, would, you were you are doing to yourself right now like why would you talk so down to yourself why would mm. you make yourself feel that way you wouldn't tell that to your friend do you and yeah. it, it's like just putting into it a different perspective
1: i was talking to rio the other day and um you know i was sitting there going fuck mate i'm so fucking dumb like why did i do this like why did i go and do that why did i make this decision why did i go do that you know like and he goes dude are you going to get anywhere beating yourself up? He exactly. goes, Are you going to get anywhere? <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. just putting yourself down and t- calling you. And he, he's like, Where are you going to get? Nowhere. Yeah. No, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't want to do that shit, yeah. if you don't want this result to happen again, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, it's it, like, it sounds so simple, but it was just like, I was like, What? You know what I mean? And he's <laughs> just like, It just resonated so much. And that, that stuck with me, where it was like, You're not going to get anywhere calling yourself a shit cunt (laughs) you know straight to the point
0: it is is pretty basic when it comes to that like just talk Mm. to yourself as if you will be talking to your best mate yeah um and of course like there's nothing wrong with just like being being tough on yourself every now and then like we need to build that resilience as well just for whenever time gets tough again but just be gentle to yourself like whenever tough like times get tough um and just feel shit let yourself feel shit for a bit but learn the right tools as well to to find those trigger moments like to to find out what triggers you and why you respond a certain way so you you can change it and find the right tools to learn for yourself to come out of it as well because it's so easy to get stuck in that negative thinking in a downward spiral because it's comfortable because it's easy it's way harder to pull yourself out of it but then for example by doing this walk i want to show as well that your mind is by far the strongest muscle you have it has the capability of of lifting you like out of this this deep dark hole and pushing you on top of a mountain but you need to train your mind like you would train your biceps in a gym for example or your legs or your back whatever like we all love to like kind of work on whatever muscle we have or, or whenever you like, good at tennis, you, you focus all the, the, the strength you have on, on becoming good at tennis. We, we have to put that same focus on training our mind because our mind is capable of, or we are capable of doing whatever we set our mind on. We just need to find the right tools to do yeah.
1: it. Yeah. It's like um, when Rio said, uh, you know, you practice anything, you'll get good at it. And if you practice like hating on yourself, you practice like thinking bad thoughts about yourself, yeah, you're gonna get good at it. That's it. You practice. That, that's been really hard. I did this. Um, I just did the most hardest meditation of my life, and, and I won't go too too into it. But I told you about it. It was like last Sunday. Yeah. You know, I was really struggling with some of the decisions that I had made in life, and why, um, with some just a, a few things I'd done. Like, why did I go and do something that was so unhealthy for me? And I was like, I need to need to need to see this. You know, I, I did some breath work, and some stuff came up, and. I was just like, I need a, I need to look at myself. And I went and got a hero dose of mushrooms and mm-hmm. I put a mirror in front of me. And I fucking meditated and looked straight into my eyes. And I fucking looked there in my eyes and I was feeling like this like lost little boy. But all I saw looking back at me was a man. And I had this realization. I was like, holy fuck, like I'm, I'm a man and I'm sitting here. I took... I'm taking my own, like, masculinity away. I'm taking my own power away. My mind's doing that. Right now, the mushrooms are showing me that who I'm looking at, it's okay. That person's okay to, like, have made those decisions. It's okay to ha- be on that path. It's okay to, like... You know, it was saying it wasn't wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, saying you're not wrong for being you. You're not wrong for fucking having these feelings. You're not wrong for, you know, um, this. It's, like, you know... I don't know. I don't know. It was just so fucking powerful. Yeah. But it was so hard that I knew I was going to have to look at myself. You know what I mean? Because I was yeah. like, I was sitting there and I was like, blaming other people. Yeah. You know, and I was yeah, like, yeah. no, I was like, I did this. I created this. And I was like, but how? Why? Yeah. And I suddenly get to this point? Fuck, I need to look. And it was like, I couldn't, you
0: know? Yeah. I had to look at it. That's it. And that's, and that's the hardest thing, man. And that's what I it said. It's all like, it's the acceptance. Like, it's mm. one of the hardest things is just to accept. Where Where you're at and and what you have to do to come out of it, and that it's just it's so uncomfortable we We all love to curl up in this little comfortable warm bubble and just stay there and pretend nothing is nothing is happening or nothing is wrong, but some we we just have to accept sometimes you no know, something is wrong, and this is what we're gonna have to do, and like uh, the thing we're gonna have to do is look ourselves into the mirror and and just yeah,
1: well, it's like if your car's breaking down, the oil light comes on if you' get there nah, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I'll just keep driving it's gonna blow up yeah that's if it. you go oh, fuck there's a warning light there let's
0: pull over let's sort this shit out yeah you know what i mean it's gonna catch up with you like anyway like it's gonna catch up with you no matter like how many times you stick your like your head in the sand uh, you pretend there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. um but that's the, that's the thing that i want to show most men is in like a lot of men, like I said before as so well, we're ingrained to think that showing emotion is a weakness. Mm. That we always have to stay strong. Um, don't cry, men up. Um, and that's so such an outdated belief. But it, it's getting to so many men because because of that, they won't do that. They won't speak up whenever they actually need to. They won't show any emotion whenever they need to kind of like unload a bit. They will all keep it to themselves. They all Keep in that negative self-talk to themselves which is leads to like insane numbers of anxiety depression and in the worst case suicide and it's all because of just having that outdated belief that the emotions that we just shared that that is a weakness and it just needs to be shown the opposite is true having these emotions has nothing to do with your masculinity it has nothing to do with being man or woman you're human at first and every human has emotions and we're all allowed to show them especially when in need and we need to like to stop just having this negative self talk to ourselves and just have like an outward conversation because that just kind of shows like different perspectives It it shows that you're not in it by yourself it shows that everyone you turn to has the story themselves as well and mm. um
1: that's so powerful you know And it's okay everyone has their shit yeah everyone has their shit i man and i hope he doesn't mind me sharing this but um one of my best mates i had a it was so fucking traumatic one of my best mates you know we're getting on the piss on new year's eve and we're walking to to the pub and i'm having a chat with him he's and i said something about i said something about his about his stuff like complimenting him and he goes oh no nah, not for, like no nah, you think that but i'm just a shit cunt or whatever he said something like that and i was like huh that's a bit odd and i didn't really pick up on it but he said a couple of things like that that was just like oh yeah but you know just not loving himself yeah that it kind of made the night make sense but as the drunkery got he was going through something, which I didn't know. He hadn't said anything to anyone. You know, it all makes sense now when we, when we remove like looked back on his, on, on his situation, you know, yeah. and how he was living his life and the decisions that he had made just to, it just, um, there was a few things that were just going on that like, kind of like spiraled and ended up being super unhealthy for him. But it gets to this point that we're, you know, we're on the piss and he, ha- he says a couple of things that like, I didn't really pick up on that kind of and made sense. And then. We're sitting there and we're pretty drunk at this stage, still only early, probably like nine o'clock or something. And my mate's standing next to me, we've just gotten a beer Um, and we're standing back at the table, we're at one of the, um, you know, uh, stool tables, you know, like the, 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 and um, he just, he just goes, you know what, I'm nothing but it. He go, no he just goes nah I'm nothing but a shit cunt like kind of s- says that yeah. and then he goes fuck it I'm doing it now and he grabbed my schooner glass and grabbed his schooner glass the two beer glasses and smashed them together and then grabbed it and went straight for his throat with this big like sharp bit of glass yeah. and this all happens so quick and he's standing right next to me and I'm like fuck and I've grabbed him and grabbed his hands yeah. and tackled him to the ground and now him and I are wrestling while he's trying to fucking stab himself yeah. and then everyone thinks we're in a in a fight. Everyone thinks I'm fighting like one of my best mates. And so we're we're all going to pull off each other. And I haven't wanted to tell everyone what I've just seen. Everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, come on, man, I'm going to get you out of here. Let's get, let's get in a taxi. So, um, we go out and one of my other mates, I said, oi, look, he's just tried to fucking neck himself, you know? Um, so one of the other boys like, all right, I'll come with you. Now we've taken him back to, to his factory, you know, and we get to the factory and, and he's just, um, starts, he, he starts fucking, Yeah, you know, he's just talking. He's not there. He's not there. And he freaking starts the freaking circular saw, the drop saw, a big bench saw, table yeah. saw, a big freaking spinning blade on the middle of the thing. Yeah. And goes to put his head over it. And I fucking run and tackle him, pull him back. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? So we call the ambulance, right? Yeah. The ambulance rock up. They're like, we can't do anything. He's been, oh, he comes down and he says, nah, fuck you. I'm not going with you guys. And he's like, we can't do anything. Yeah. Until the cops get here. So I go inside and I'm just trying to play it off, you know, come like, oh man, it's all right. Let's just have a drink, you know, fuck those guys, whatever, you know, like, it's all cool. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, buy a time until the police get there. And anyway, he pulls out a, he pulls out this big freaking kitchen knife to cut some limes for this, like, rums that we're making. Yeah. And I was like, and he starts cutting limes and I was like, fuck, I don't want him to have a knife. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, um, I was like, and my other mates out talking, talking to the, to the Ambo's. And I was like, man, you don't know how to cut limes. I was like, give me the, give us the knife here. I'll show you how it's done. I used to be a bartender, you know? Yeah. And he's like, take the knife off him and start cutting the the limes and I put it there and then I turn around and go over to one of the, um, like cabinets, open one of the cabinets, throw the knife in, turn around and like blah, blah, hand him his drink. You know, I tried to do it all sneakily. And then he just goes, ha ha ha, you little cheeky bugger, and walks past me, opens the cabinet, grabs the freaking knife, and runs, and he's running... And I'm like, no, and I'm running behind him. And he gets the knife and goes to freaking stab himself in like both hands, yeah. straight in the neck. And I jump on him, catch it. Now I'm wrestling him, hold it, like, like a movie man, holding yeah. his knife off his neck. And I'm screaming, going, help, help. And then my other mate runs in yeah. and he's like, fuck. So then my other mate runs in. He's trying to help me with the knife. Then my other mate gets cut by it. Yeah. We ended up having to like beat him up a bit. You know, we had to end up like it got to the point where we were, like, fuck, we had to get physical yeah. on him. Yeah, of course. And it was hectic Then the cops got there and everything and all the police did was take him to the hospital. I think they, you know, knocked him out, yeah. you know, like gave him something, made him sleep. He woke up the next day and they released him. There was no, there was no, we're trying to get a psych, a psych for him. There was no help. Like there was yeah. like, there was a psych that the um, government was providing. That was a four month waiting list that in four months he was going to get. And we're like, dude, like, That's come nice. on. And it was like, we had to step up as his mates to in in that moment yeah. o- obviously he was ultra embarrassed he was like nah i just had a had a moment i don't know where that came from and we're like come on man it was like so hard you know like to see someone he didn't want to talk about it yeah he didn't want to fucking like admit that something had happened or talk about and it was really hard you know we kept working at him and and, and we got it out in, in bits yeah and you know now he's actually he's, he's quite healthy but you Is know he, yeah okay yeah 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 him. now yeah. he's back to, fine but it was funny it's like that guy when I look at him he's the coolest guy I freaking know yeah right he's the most talented guy I know he's the guy that's always just lived his life how he's wanted to live it you know yeah. he's, he, to me he's I'm ultra inspired by him right yeah. and I could never see that he like it it was just I never knew it would come yeah you know what I mean? And then suddenly, the guy that I thought would have always be on top of the world, I'm fucking like... Like Wrestling holding man. a knife yeah. off his off his neck. Yeah. You know, and like he's back being that guy, that guy. Yeah. But you know, there was a few events that happened, you know, he lost his licence, he hurt himself, he couldn't surf, he was living in a factory, um, it could just to save on rent, like yeah. same place where he worked, you know, he wasn't um getting out in nature, he was like very limited and he sat there and it just it spiraled, man. Yeah. It just spiraled. And that's the that's the thing that I've I've noticed. Like when you lose your power it can just spiral and spiral, you know.
0: it just shows it happens to everyone and it shows as well like like you said like you you didn't know up front like you didn't know there was something going on like it could that's why we have to be kind to everyone that we meet as well as in like in a way that you don't know what the person actually is struggling with so if someone is a bit grumpy or someone just gives you a little bit of shit don't respond in the same way just kind of ask yourself like oh what is he like what is he dealing with you know what i mean like okay mm. of course you got some douches out there but in general, what I what I notice now on this walk is well, even more so, every single person I meet has a background story, either had or has been or, or like has been or is struggling with something. So it just shows that it's 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 for everyone, and especially even more so right now with all this COVID crap that's going on, the numbers are going through the roof. So we have to be even more kind to to pretty uh. much everyone, just to. that's sometimes all it takes you know like it's just a bit of kindness just just asking genuinely asking hey how are you doing like is there anything i can do for you do you want to have a chat or just the fact like that you hold space for someone to have a chat could be enough already you don't even have to have the perfect chat you don't even have to answer anything you don't like because a lot of people feel pressured in a way like they feel like oh if, if a conversation goes about like a heavy topic you need to have like The most perfect answers. Now, holding space for someone can be... Everything. Like, everything already. So, that's just sometimes all it takes for someone to feel better. And that's what we Mm. need to do more, especially right now.
1: It doesn't... I was just going to say, like, my mate, he's not a depressed person. He just had a depressed moment Moment. in his life. Yeah. That's that's a fucking huge, powerful thing, I think, to say. Because it's like, the moments that I've had in my life, you know, I'm a fucking very positive, happy person. But I've had depressed state yeah you know what i mean i've had states where i haven't known how to fucking climb out of it yeah you know because i haven't had the tools to that's it you know and i'm like i'm i, I consider myself so blessed I was, I was thinking about this just some of the stuff that's happened i was like fuck imagine if i didn't have like such an amazing like um friend group around me yeah you know what i mean like
0: such a support network and i was thinking about like what about people that don't exactly i and just they they, they don't know how to find these tools or even how to talk because they never had to or they never got taught as well like it's it's never been it's never like because it's been such a big taboo for so long because of like the 30s 40s 50s uh, in 60s like they made such a big taboo out of like mental health you know mm. like they will put them into like a psych watch straight away it makes people scared to even like either learn about it or talk about it for that same reason. So a lot of people don't even know know how to or where to look for that same fear of, of being found out or being judged or, or whatever. And that's and that's the worst bit because like yeah, we, we got lucky for example that for some reason something came on our path that or we have friends around us that they kinda guide us and that's that's sometimes just all it takes. But a lot of people do not have that environment, do not have that set of friends around him or or just do not have that one trigger moment that gets to see him things from just that little bit of a different Mm. perspective
1: what has this walk so you're you're walking barefoot right you're walking barefoot every day you've been doing it for three months in all types of weather yeah right what has it done to your mental state to go out and just do something that's incredible
0: um it's it's like one, the- yeah it, it, it's a massive roller coaster that's for sure like i'm all i'm all over the place when it comes to loving this walk i'm definitely loving it but it's just it's tough like it's definitely tough walking on the Bruce highway that i'm doing right now like if i would have known up front that roads were going to be made out of gravel i probably would have never thought about it but i'm invested now and it's doing a trick and what it what it's what it's doing for me personally is like one thing one thing i learned in the army as well like they like especially in training they always bring you to your limits and then then they take you over those limits like in movies it always seems like oh they're just yelling at you and you have to do all this stupid stupid shit uh it all seems kind of pointless but it's actually for the reason of um in in the dutch army they always said like whenever you feel like you cannot go any further like when you tell yourself like oh this is it you're only 10 percent of what you can actually achieve like what it's only your mind telling you, I can't go any further, but mm-hmm. you're actually capable of doing so much more. And by doing this walk and, and, and other things, I'm kind of just showing myself in a way. And, and by doing that, showing others as well, like we can do whatever we set our minds on. Like we only have this self-limiting beliefs, telling ourselves like, I can't do this, I can't do this. Um, by walking barefoot over gravel roads from Kansas to Sydney, I'm kind of showing you can do whatever you set your mind on there's, there's no limits and i'm going through it every single day like it hurts like my feet are so massively bruised and camping next to the highway most of the time my sleep has just been like my sleep pattern has been destroyed like i say, like i'll wake up so many times because of all the trucks passing by but in a way i just kind of see it as as um another way of just proving myself or not just proving feeling like feeling that power that's in every single person of you can you can get over that like it and as in with everything so when you're struggling with your mental health as well it can feel like like you can't go any further but that's only when you're at 10 percent. you have so much power inside of you and that's what i meant with like training your mind as well like your mind is the strongest muscle and by going through all these like different days like every day is a surprise on this walk and every day something beautiful happens but every day it's it's a struggle as well of, of just getting through that physical pain. Yeah, but it's just showing like your body, like your mind, is 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 capable of pretty much pushing through it as as in with everything else in life.
1: What's the magic? The most magical moment that's happened on this walk?
0: Oof. good question. Um, There's quite a few. I think like
1: moments then go go, yeah yeah.
0: one one of the one of the most awesome days was actually day five already we're we're on day 99 now like it's freaking almost 100 days in but day five um i was um i was camping next to a creek like this of course this walk is a massive adventure and as as i said before i love traveling i love adventure so that's always a good thing already starting the day waking up next to a creek uh went for like a little skinny dip in it like just fully loving life packing up my stuff and i started to walk and this was around 8 30 and at 8 45 ish i came into this um i i don't even think you can call it a town It was just a few houses kind of standing together and um i could tell in a different in in the distance already it was two lads like two two blokes standing in front of their lawn um having a laugh and they could see me coming from a distance and uh, I just got lucky in the beginning that the story just got like on the news and stuff, so people kind of knew about it. They recognized me from, from from the news, and they just started screaming, "From distance. I hey, just the guy from the news!" And just like, just like full, like frothing, like just yeah. being happy uh, that I that I was, yeah, just pretty much out there in the middle of nowhere. And um, as I approached, I could tell like, well, these these two dudes are, they definitely they definitely had a few already. And it was, like I said, it was quarter to nine in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then, uh, like, yeah, I just started to have a chat with him. And, and one of them, like full-on legend, he, I could, like, silently hear him say already, kind of, like, apologizing for being drunk that early in the morning. Um, and I could tell, like, he was a little bit nervous just having his mate around him. It's like, hey, you know what? Like, how about you just come for, for a bit of the walk with me, you know? Like, let's, let's go walk and just have a little chat. And uh, yeah, he was like, he was super happy. And he, he came for for a bit of the walk with me. We must have just walked 20 minutes, something like that, just at, to, yeah. to the end of the street uh, till I hit the highway again and, and that was it. Uh, but he told me that he's been struggling with his mental health for 35 years already. And all he knows is to drink, just to numb it, just to kind of not feel it, to forget about it, that he has no um, support. Like everyone's kind of taking the piss out of him except for his brother-in-law. Like his brother-in-law uh, checks on him every now and then his son comes back every now and then just to hang out with him but um he's not getting a lot of a lot of support he's actually just kind of made a fall off um and yeah like he he, like he feels bad for you like he knows it's not right but he, he knows like he only knows that way and at the end of the walk he like something that blokes not generally do but we just like gave each other a really good hug like, he, he said as well, like, man, I wish I could just walk forever with you. I don't want to go back home. um I want to I want to keep walking and talking with you. But he knows as well, like, yeah, he needs to go back to his home. He needs to work at some mm-hmm. stage. And uh, we just gave each other a really good hug. And I told him, like, you know what? Like, whenever you feel like this again, whenever you feel lonely, whenever you feel like you need to chat, whatever, just, you have my number, just text me, call me, whatever. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm having all this time right now. To, just give me a buzz and we can have a chat, you know? And, um, as I walked off, like within half an hour, I got a text from him saying, you know, like just from, just from the short walk we just had, I could feel your love towards me already. And you just listening to me made my day so much better. And, um, cause you just held space for him. That's it. All I didn't, I didn't, I hardly said a word. I just let him talk and he finally got to kind of just express himself and by just, like not talking talking him out of anything just kind of acknowledging like what he's going through and just giving him a hug and just telling him hey i'm i'm here for you if if you need a chat if you feel shit it just changed this whole day and even now to this day like he started walking himself like going just on little walks for himself to feel better and um like whenever he does it like he just like fully frothing just sends me text like oh i just went for this walk again i I'm feeling so good. Like, thanks so much. Like, that's all it takes. A 20-minute walk, wow. a hug, and, and just say, like, hey, I'm here for you. That's all it takes for someone to, to feel better. He's been struggling oh, for 30, you, I 35 just, years.
1: just realized how powerful it is. You're going out, doing a world record. You're walking the freaking East Coast of Australia, right? Yeah. And how many people are seeing you? I just put you on my Instagram story, yeah. like, what, half an hour ago, and then I just look in Jakey mate from agnes messaged me saying oh i love this guy i beeped him um when i drove (laughs) to agnes the other day
0: it's so good
1: yeah you know what i mean it's just like just the impact like even just yeah just the fact that you're doing it for mental health just seeing that like for men's mental health just straight up makes people think
0: that's it as in just even that it opens up conversations as well as in um I, I got a few texts and that's like I mean like I, I as cliche as this may sound as challenging as this whole walk might be but moments like that makes you want to go a hundred miles an hour and do another two laps all around you know what I mean like because yeah. it's doing the trick and like getting texts like waking up with texts in the morning saying like you know what just from hearing about your story or just having that five minute chat whatever make me reach out to a mate like that's that's all that this walk is about and if there's one thing i learned in the army is lead by example if if you want people to see a certain thing or do a certain thing you have to set the right example yourself first and by doing this immense pretty much walk and talk i just kind of want to show to to all like men out there it's completely fine to have these emotions and it's completely fine to have a chat and when it comes to having a chat like sitting down with someone like any chat like is good of course like let me put that up front but like when you sit down with someone and have a chat it could kind of feel like a bit like an interview like a bit heavy like oh i need to have a chat right now if you go to a bar you get on a piss you get distracted pretty fast conversation goes about something else pretty pretty rapidly Mm. but when you go for a walk and talk you're outside you're in the fresh air you're active which already activates the endorphins in your body that's already like a happy chemical you have this uh, mutual goal just maybe walking towards somewhere so you have this purpose on this day you have distraction from things that are happening outside it's like all these things are already working for your mental health and it just makes it a little bit easier to think to, to talk about things that are like heavy on the heart so pretty much like the goal of this of this immense like walk is just to promote like a walk and talk if you have a mate that's struggling right now that you know that's struggling you say like hey you know what let's, let's go for a walk mm. and have a chat or if you're struggling yourself just say like hey you know what i'm actually not okay which is completely fine and ask him out like hey you, you want to come you want to come for a walk with me and, and i just i just want to have a little chat and that's, that's sometimes all it takes to just Unload that burden that's been laying on top of your shoulders already for God knows how long. And yeah,
1: yeah, I um I learned a mo- really powerful lesson lately, and that was, um, that my feelings and what I feel are valid. Yeah. Right. I was I was in a space where I was feeling that they weren't, so I wasn't voicing them, or or no, I would voice them, it just nothing would get would get heard right so it made me ultra vulnerable ultra question myself ultra like you know made me kind of spiral of like who i was as a person that wasn't you know and suddenly i just like come to this my really powerful point that it's like these things make me feel the way these these things make me feel a certain way for a reason and i can't help but feel this way because this is me right and i'm like i'm fucking completely to feel that way because that is me yeah right and so it's like my feelings are valid yeah and it was like just this huge thing that kind of like brought my power back which was like oh my feelings are valid right and it's like okay okay so if my feelings are valid then it's like oh I can step up and like act appropriately because before that I was just thinking oh my feelings are not valid or just whatever I'll just deal with it yeah you know what I mean oh I just have to this person doesn't care what I feel so i'll just deal with it yeah and all that did was just fucking fuck me mentally yeah you know what i mean but it wasn't till the point where i was like actually had this realization like
0: fuck my feelings are actually valid yeah it was like this ultra powerful thing and you're fully allowed to just like how to shit share it like put it put it out there as well as in like there's there's nothing wrong with like having having those feelings and and just saying it out loud and coming up for it pretty much. Like just Yeah, what taking al- that power as you said.
1: What else has happened on this walk? Like another any standard <laughs> that was beautiful, that that story. Um
0: I think like what 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 is really important about what I want to create as well is, is a ripple effect is um like if if what we're doing right now, for example, like sharing these stories that creates space for someone else that's listened to it to say like, hey, you know, if, if they can talk about it, then maybe I can talk about it as well. And if if they do that to their mates, like they, they talk about it, they on their terms, like hold space again for someone else to feel comfortable and say like, hey, you know, actually, now you've mentioned it, I'm not feeling that great as well, or I'm like dealing with this. And when it, when it comes to like, when when it's like a good story, but like this was like, really intense um actually w- before i started this walk uh me and my girlfriend we we did like a, a little little getaway like we went to the witsundays we went on a boat like we we needed a break like leading like organizing this trip normally people take a year for it i just kind of squeeze it into three four months just because that's me but it was yeah. pretty 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 hectic so we definitely needed like a little break before this next met started so and we met this, we, we met this couple on there and they're like madly in love. It was like the honeymoon, like beautiful couple. And, and it was so cool to see them and just to see, like see the love. And I met them, uh, I met them on my walk and they were like such legends. I think like what, what this trip shows is all like, holy hell, there's so many good people out there just doing their bit to help. And, uh, and this couple, like I was, I was in the area and what they did, like, they had like this, this super sweet, luxurious caravan and they dropped it off like on four different nights. Just wherever I was going to end up, they like they will pick up the caravan, drop it off there. They're like fully stashed with like snacks, food, drinks just for me to use. Wow. It was so good. So good. And um, on one of the days, he said like, hey, do, do you mind if I come walk with you? You know, like I want to experience how it is to, to walk barefoot for a day as so well. I was like, yeah sweet just come with me that's that's what i'm doing this walk for you know like i'm i'm just pretty much inviting everyone just to come for a bit of the walk and and share the adventure with me and and like have chats and um as we were walking um like he started to he started to realize like the white line is is a sweet bit on the road yeah and um yeah like he like after a bit like he was definitely getting sore but other than that like we we got closer to a bridge and um and all of a sudden it's like yeah i actually want to tell you a story he's like uh we're, we're nearing a bridge right now and and not too long ago i was going to end my life there um i was sitting in my car and i was i was ready to roll it down the embankment into the river and that was me like he he was going through like a rough time again as all well. like um i won't go into too much detail like of course it's 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 a very personal story but um yeah, he was gonna, he was gonna end his life, and in the last, and it was a complete surprise because again, like I, 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 I know this couple as being like super in love and and just like seeing mm. them buzzing, but like I said, everyone, everyone has their story, and he he got heaps emotional as well while he was telling it. So of course, like this is still like, yeah, very very deep for him. Um, and yeah, while he, while he told me that, it's like, wow, that's, that's just, it's just nuts. I seem like, I can't like comprehend that. Like Seeing you the way you are right now, that not too long ago, you were just that far down that you were going to end it. And what he did was, um, just before he was going to end his life, he was in the car ready to take the handbrake off and roll in. Wow. Uh, he, he called his son like one last time saying like, Hey, I just love you. I just He just wanted to say, I love you. And. His son returned um, by saying, like, I love you too, That, And for the first time in a long time, he heard someone saying, I love you. And that stopped him in that moment for a little bit longer because all of a sudden he got that love from someone else. And that's sometimes all it takes, those four words, I love you too. That's all he needed to hear in that moment to to not end his life. And that kind of led to um, him reaching out to um like a professional like a some sort of psychologist that he was seeing um so like the, it just snapped him out like four words snapped him out of it and in that moment he decided like i need to fight for my life because my son lost me like he i've got someone Whoa. there to love me so he started to to fight for a life, for his life he came out of it and um just as life happens like he was not looking for it at all the love of his life just walked into his life and just turned his life upside down and yeah he was just like getting better and better and better of course and with his um now with his new girlfriend uh they were seeing each other for a while and his girlfriend all of a sudden said like hey like um i'm kind of worried about my son you know like i think he's i think he's really struggling um would you mind like having a chat with him uh, so he did like he was like ah he was, he was like he was not sure at all about what to say like oh, what did, what do I say you know like I, I've got no clue but he just went to his room and they sat down and it's like yeah like, I just, just want to have a little chat with you see how we're going and he kind of felt like I'm not getting to him I don't know what to say and then he just decided for himself to do the most courageous thing ever and he 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 shared his story. It's like you know what like not too long ago before I met your mum, I was in a very down position and so on. This is where it led me. And, um, yeah, they finished the conversation there. Like not really sure what, what happened, of course, like if, if it did anything, but he did the most courageous thing about just speaking up about his his own experience. And, um, yeah, a while later they got married and on the day that, um, they got married, that son walked up to him and he gave him like an immense hug and he said, um, you know, that day that you came to my room to have a chat with me just to see if I'm okay. And you shared your story. I said, um, I wanted to tell you, you saved my life that day because I was oh thinking God. about ending my own life. So it just shows that one, four words can stop someone from taking his own life. I love Or like, I love you. I love you too in that case. And by holding... By, sh- by sharing your own story and by holding space for someone, in that way you can save someone else's life, which happened in that story as so all. Like he, by just sharing his own story, and by holding that space for someone else to to kind of feel like, hey, I'm here for you, um, without him knowing it. For until they got married, he saved um, his stepson's life as
1: well. Wow, when you when you're in your depths of darkness, did you? Did you have any thoughts like that? Or any serious
0: I, I it's funny because no. I think like I don't think I would I would get that far. As in like always somewhere like this really, really tiny voice in the back of my mind would say, No, no, no mate, mate, mate. You're gonna be fine. Like you have Like has hope. You you're her- mm. yeah, exactly. Like you hear in Australia you got yourself here like you went through three missions of of Afghanistan you went through like your whole army time you got yourself in Australia like you can do this mate. like some like like you can do this but it does take you to these weird places as in like we were on like I live on the northern beaches which is all like very high cliffs Um and you do like I, I went there just to kind of take myself out of it like just enjoy the view and stuff like that and it's funny how it works because when when you get to those areas, it does pop into your mind like oh you know like what would it be like mm. um whatever I'm feeling right now it will be gone like what, what like what will be i've like it's it's because normally those thoughts will never never come up, but taking yourself to this to these areas i I've definitely sat there just thinking about it like thinking. What does it mean? Like, what, what, what would it be like? What, what would it do? But then again, like, oh, but what would it do to my family? What would it do to my friends? Mm. Uh, stuff like that. It's, it's crazy. And then, like I said, like I've, I've always had that little voice always talking to me, saying like, nah, mate, you, you've made it this far. You can make it past this as well. Like, just keep going, keep going, keep going. Um, and like it took a while. Like, i it's, it's definitely not easy. And we, we should never look for an easy way out. It's never going to be quick. No. We, we should never look for that one answer that will fix it all. It's always just... I think the, the solution is in, in just a lot of small things combined together that will get you out of it. Mm.
1: I am... Um, fuck, this is going to be hard to share. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think I've, I've experienced two... Two types of depression in my adult life, and one was like this: this three days where I had to run to the forest. It was after breaking up with my ex girlfriend and the one that I was with for seven years. And the, the suddenly, suddenly, I just fell one day. Oh, I actually, well, what happened was is I went on my first date with a with a girl, with another girl, and I was out and just as how uh, the universe does, I fucking run into to to Lexi while I'm on this date. And it just fucking shattered me because it was like, no matter what, like this is that just cemented it. There is no going back now. She's seen me with another, another woman, you know, yeah. it was probably four or five months after we'd broken up, you know, and we'd been together for seven years and it just fucking like, I just, I just spiraled and I went straight to the fucking forest and I could not have a positive thought for fucking like three days. And then I remember, uh, like I went looking for her, and I couldn't find her, and I just had to talk to her. I just had to fucking, oh man, I just, I just had to. And I, I went around to a sister's place, and I was bawling my fucking eyes out. And I was like, I need to talk to Lexi. I fucked up. I fucked up. And the next thing, you know, Lexi's called me. And in in true true her, she's an amazing woman, but in true Lexi fashion, just starts fucking going off at me. <laughs> <laughs> and in this one moment, I just remembered. And it just snapped me out of it, you yeah. know what I mean? But it was yeah. just so weird that I experienced these three fucking days where I could not find a positive thought in my mind. Now, fast forward, um, you know, four years later, you know, I've just, I've just been, been through something that, you know, just for me was like, you know, there was so much like, um, there was such trauma triggering. There was so much betrayal, so much. There was, I don't know, there was just so much to it, which I couldn't get my head around which brought up so much pain. And I was saying like, I wanted to wanted to really confront this. And, you know, I was really having trouble like fathom what the fuck happened and like why someone would do something like this or like what, you know, like just, just everything I was questioning within myself. And, you know, I was, I, I, I've got to say this is the darkest day in my adult history and also the most growing day of my life and the most I've seen. But I was standing on my balcony I was standing on my balcony and I would say I was I was I wasn't even coherent. Like I was just standing on my fucking balcony. I have no idea where I fucking was. It was and I was like looking and I I looked down at the ground and I went Fuck. I reckon I could run and just jump head first. And it wasn't a suicidal thought at all. Yeah. It wasn't a suicidal thought at all because I didn't think it would kill me I thought no no, I'm stronger that won't kill me and I was like but that's fucking gonna either break my neck or fucking knock or knock myself out and I was just thinking about I was like that pain if I do that that physical pain will be such a good fucking distraction from like my own like you know dealing with this type of shit yeah right and and I was looking at it going, fuck, i look got to do is run and just jump head first and I'll be after to, because I'm like, I know I can handle a lot of physical pain. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, like I'll just do that. That'll be a great distraction. Then I just like thought to myself, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, what the fuck was that thought? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I actually considered it. Yeah. I went, and I went, what the fuck? And I called my best mate. This is when I told you, I called my best mate and said, dude, I've fucking lost it. I've hit rock bottom. Yeah. And he goes, and I told him what I'd done. And he goes, well, you're a fucking dumb cat <laughs> Like, you know what I mean? He just yeah. wrote me off but it was like, it's also what I needed. But it was like, I had this thought. And then I, and then I re- remembered I, I had a mate and he was um one of my, a really good mate of mine. And he, I know he was going, cause I've worked with him on a job, him and I personally. And I know he was going through something that he was hiding. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I couldn't get it out of him. Yeah. Right, and then he goes back home and he's drinking a lot. He's partying a lot. And he's on this freaking bender with a whole heap of other of my mates. And he's and he's at a RSL club. And he just, he had, he must have, and I've realized this the other day too. He must have had that exact same thought that I had the other day. As in like, oh, this won't kill me, but it'd be a great distraction. Yeah. And he fucking actually went through with it. And there's CCT footage of my mate just walking straight up to this balcony it was like a staircase yeah. like concrete staircase like spot like kind of three sets of stairs going up to the top level of this rsl club he just walks to the edge of it and just steps over it and just felt just felt like just fell head first broke both his wrists broke broke his arms and just he was like mm-hmm. and he he was just like after that was like oh no no i was just um i was mega drunk i don't know what he was what i was doing you know yeah. but I know he knows what he was doing. Yeah, and I've even said it to him before, and he's like, oh, you know, and he's like kind of like in- inclined, but I was with him before he did it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I was with him the couple of months, him and I were working together, and I know he was going through something. Yeah, You know, and I couldn't get it out of him. And I know like, and it was just... Funny, this was his way of like, just he just wanted to distract himself from that pain. Yeah, You know, again, I think he's a man. He's quite a strong guy. Again, I think he thought maybe the physical pain would just outweighed the emotional. Because yeah. that was it for me the other day. I was like, I had so much emotional pain that I was like, you know, like you're in your depths and you, because some reason something happens and you're like, hey, how the fuck am I here? And you don't have the tools to deal with that scenario because it hardly ever happens to you. or never happens to you. Yeah. So suddenly you're in this spot in your adult life and I'm like, fucking hell, how do I deal with this? I'm like, well, I know how to deal with physical pain. Yeah. Like, fuck. You know what I mean? And it was like ultra fucking, it was powerful for me to have that thought because I've never had a thought like that in my life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like an actual serious thought, you know? And it was like, straight away, I was like, oh my God. Like, you know, it I you back up. and laugh and I, it did. It yeah. woke me up. I was like, what the fuck? And that was like a thing why I needed to also look at myself. I was like, what the fuck? How have I got, how the fuck did I just have that thought? Yeah. You know, what is it in me? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like fuck
0: it's a wake-up call to to kind of realize you need to start looking for those tools it's like okay what can i do mm. to um yeah come out of that negative spiral out of that negative thinking and like it's it's an it's an ongoing process as well as in like i i, I believe it's a never-ending process It's in like it's not that pain
1: mm. but like
0: the learning of it and uh, getting yourself into like different situations, uh, situations. Okay, yeah, difficult word. Um, like yeah, it's a, it's an ongoing process of of just kind of um, how do you say it? like just, just learning, learning. Yeah. Well, this much. is
1: the thing. Like, if you think about this, I'm not a depressed person. Like, I know that. Like, I'm fucking a you know, pretty happy person, right? Yeah. But I had a depressed moment. Yeah. Right. Like, and in that moment. I nearly did something fucking so stupid. Right. And I often think like, wow, like I've got fucking great tools. Like I've experienced a lot to give myself great tools and know how fucking magical life is. Right. Yeah. And it fucking scared me more, not for me, but for other people.
0: hundred percent. You know what
1: I mean? It's like, holy fuck. Like I said, I've got such a good support network. I, I told you that, that gift that got sent to me today just from from a friend is literally just feeling my energy from away and just like, Oh, something's not right with him right now and sends me fucking like her heart pretty much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Whoa, what a spiritual lady. Yeah. And sends me her necklace just saying this is, and saying like, this is her most prized treasure that it's protects her. And she's like, I I want you to have my protection because she had a fucking dream. Yeah. You know what I mean? She had a dream about me, yeah. and sent me something. I haven't even talked to her. I don't even know when the last time I saw her was. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. what an amazing support network I have. I'm thinking, like, fuck, like that guy that you met that was drinking. Yeah. Like what support network,
0: you know? Yeah, exactly. Or like, even even worse. Like, so now, like the youth, as in, like we have we have two different two different spaces right now, and we we need to find the balance between we have. The youth that need to build more resilience because like a lot of kids these days, they can't be told anything anymore. Like teachers, parents, police, whatever, they can't tell them anymore. They can't set them straight. And I'm not saying like that needs to be in a a harsh way, but that way they kind of miss out on any resilience. So whenever shit really hits the fan, they don't have the right tools To kind of understand that it's just a thought or just a process of life. You know what I mean? Mm. So we have like this insane number of suicides now right now among like teenagers. Because they get to deal with like social media pressure, for example, or bullying. And they don't have the tools to to cope with it. So the only way uh, they can deal with it is just get rid of the pain in like a, a short term solution. Uh, or it's actually a long-term solution in a way. And then we have the older generation that has been born and raised and ingrained with the mindset of don't cry, don't show any emotion. Emotion is weakness. So what they do is just they shut themselves off from anything else until a point that the self-negative talk just gets too much where they just want to mm. end the self-negative talk. Um, I grew up like that. I grew up in a family like...
1: Um, you know as my stepdad I was like boys don't cry yeah you know what i mean yeah. if you do like you stand there you deal with it or just fucking and and i was you know you know I, we talked about this earlier but like my ex girlfriend like um she grew up so spiritually that she like worked on me to actually be able to express my emotion and yeah. it was like one of the most powerful things i ever fucking did was just sit down and just and just cry with her yeah you know what i mean she like got me to and it was like and I, for me it was this realization of for me, of what a man was. Yeah. And it was like, suddenly like, cause I'd always been told a man, like, y- you know, it's like, does not, it does not show emotion. Like, do, like I remember if I showed emotion, my stepdad would call me a mama's boy. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. He'll call me a pussy. Like, don't be a fucking mama's boy. Yeah. Like, well, you're like, no, no, I'm not like, you know? Yeah. And so, you get yeah you just get ultra detached yeah from your emotion you get you're just not connected to yourself at all right yeah and then once i fucking started meditation and started connecting myself to it fuck man i cry all the time yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's completely well, fine no, actually not all the time like no but i do like when, no when something actually happens that is worthy of my emotions to do that it's like i just don't hold back now yeah
0: you know what i mean well like it's a perfect example as well the guy i taught you about before like um like this, this very macho, masculine kind of looking guy, like full of tattoos, looks like like a bikey selling like cow skin and, and leather belts, like uh, coming up to me, um, having a chat, and and just feeling fully um, grateful for what I'm doing because he has his own experiences with mental health, like in the worst case, like losing his son, and and like I I I told him the same thing, and he fully agreed. it's like. Yes, of course, like we can we kinda of joke around and you can you can tell each other like uh, mm. it's just have have this bent. I mean it's like um I'm riding my mo- my motorbikes and I'm, I'm this very masculine kind of guy in one moment. But if I watch like a, a very emotional movie, I cry because I'm just human. Like it has nothing to do with yeah. how I look or what I do in life or what my job is, whatever I'm human. It's like I cry when I watch these movies and it's it's fine and he said it's all like more men should just feel fully comfortable with themselves just being human um instead of just shutting it off what do you think
1: is the biggest cause for men's mental health
0: um exactly what we've just been talking about as in men not feeling suppressing emotion yeah men not feeling comfortable with talking like speaking up whenever they yeah. need to just yeah. suppressing it i thought you're gonna say a joke and say women
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: well that is definitely number two like i think the oh, main reason God. why we get ourselves into trouble is women like just them coming from venus us coming from mars and trying to understand each other when we speak different languages sometimes it's it's difficult mm. it's definitely challenging but there's so many challenges in life that we have to deal with mm.
1: um, i found it funny in that this that huge mushroom trip that i did the other day for, for for some healing um that i was in the forest and you know the divine feminine um that may uh, that i can walk i'm walking through the fo- forest into my full masculine and just in such feeling like such the man that i am and i'm walking through which is so much power because you know like at the end of the day like i i know what i'm capable of and i know, i can feel my power you know yeah. it's like I've, I've been able to put my mind to do you know like what that's the thing it's like what we're talking about it's like I've, I have found some of the depths of my mind that has been able to push me to incredible things before right yeah and it's like I love that I've done that I didn't know if I could do it again I don't know but it's just like I can I, f- I felt like a man you know yeah. I was tripping balls as well <laughs> and then as soon as the divine feminine came to me I just fell straight to the ground yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm standing in my power, right? Yeah. And then I was just laughing about the warrior. I'm the warrior right now in the forest, you know. And the warrior, just the, you know, in, in all his glory, you know, you know, tough, raw, wild, you know, um, powerful. And then the one kryptonite thing that can bring him to his knees is the feminine. Yeah, you know. And I was just thinking about like every one of my mates girl and boy it's always been a breakup or something and like that's it, that takes away their self-worth that takes away like who they are as a person you know yeah and i often think about too a lot of that is just habit right like i just had a mate him and his wife um him and his wife broke up and we'll sit down we we're at a fire the other day like a, a bonfire and kind of sat down and checked in with him you know like as you do when a mate goes through a divorce and he yeah. just checked in, out you know where you are how you going and, he, and he, said, he said, yeah, and I just kind of spoke to him. I said, dude, like you're just learning how to be by yourself. I said, it's just habit, right? Yeah. Like this is just, you know, like it's just my theory. is like habit. It's like for every day for the past 10 years, everything that you've done in your life has involved this other person, right? But now it's breaking that habit. So it's ultra fearful, ultra anxious. It's scared because you don't know these scenarios by yourself. Yeah. So now you have to learn to be by yourself. But it's nothing to fear. It's like an, it's an adventure. Yeah. It's exciting, right? So it's like you don't have to be the victim by it. And it was, I don't know, for some reason, it was like us having that conversation. He like got up and like was really thankful for it. And, and that was just my theory at the time. But it was just like. You know, I was, I was just thinking about it, it's just like, Well, it's just a different habit. He's gotta yeah. get used to, it, you know? Yeah. It's it's like a heart and it's so scary because the thing is like the rug's been ripped ripped out from under your feet and you're yeah. like, Fuck, where am I? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? I don't know how to swim and then you've got to learn to swim.
0: That's it. Well, like it it's it's beautiful that you say that because that's it's with everything like they say as well, you, you, what's the saying again? You can't teach an old dog a new trick. But it's that's such bullshit because we can, like what you said with the habits as well, like it's the same with your mental health. Like we feel like we, we, we're stuck in, we, we, we start to believe so much in like the life we have that that's, that's our truth and that's the only thing we can do. But it's not like with habit, you can even change like, was it your, your neural pathways in your brain? So by in implementing these new habits, so let's say you go through like a dark phase like that and you, you fully believe that is your life, that is who you are as a person, that's all you can do, It's bullshit. Like there's so much more possibilities, there's so much more potential and even if you've done something like that for 20 years and, and that's who you are as a person, that's what you make yourself believe as you are as a person, it's bullshit. You can change it. Like you can change everything. You can even change the neural pathways in your brain by just implementing new habits and just by doing it repetitively over and over again, you become, you can you can become someone completely new again and you can open up this whole new world of possibilities through that as well. like just going against what you have been doing for so long and kind of going against the fear of something new. Um, you can just open up this whole new world of potential and yeah like just by simply implementing new habits just trying something new and just doing over and over again you, you can just become you can create whatever person you want to become again pretty mm. much so even when you're at your lowest and you feel like you have lost your whole identity it's pretty much just it's 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 nonsense nothing in that way is your identity like you make your own identity and you can create your own new identity just by implementing new habits and and trying new things and like opening yourself up to yeah new experiences i
1: kind of like the theory i kind of live my life by that everything that comes to to me is a lesson yeah right and it's up for me to like take the lesson or not so all this stuff that's happened lately, I'm like, fuck, all right. Well, what's the lesson? You know, why have I created this, right? Yeah. Biggest thing is I created it. Yeah. Right. I got to this point because I fucking kept doing something that was super unhealthy for me.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. I created it. And then it was like, okay, so what in me, what part of me, right, allowed, like thought that that was okay? Yeah. Thought that that was my path to love, right? Cuz for me, all I can all I can figure out is that we're just here for love, right? Yeah. That it's just love, right? So I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah, you know, for one I wasn't loving myself because I was doing something that was was unhealthy, but why did I think that that was going to serve me? When I knew it wasn't, you know, deep yeah. down. So it was like actually like coming back and looking where where is that part in me that does that? Yeah. Right? And it's actually crazy because it goes down and it actually comes out as a childhood memory. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where I had this belief system. Like I had this belief system as a child that if I didn't make like, that, you know, pretty much that I was going to die. So I've, I've got this belief system that isn't true because of something that happened when I was a child that I was told like pretty much I'm not good enough. Yeah. In this one moment. When this happens, when this scenario happens, you know, it means you're not good enough. Yeah. And now when it plays out in my adult life, I'm like, holy fuck, that just happened. You know, my conditioning is like, okay, I'm not good enough. And so how I need to react to this is by being a five-year-old child because it's the only way I know how to do it. Yeah. And if I don't react like this, and in this scenario was if I don't keep my mom happy, you know, the person that feeds me or whatever, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, I'm going to die. Yeah. You know, it's so, it's so funny, man. Like um, trauma is like a... Fucking wild, wild topic that I've been diving into lately and learning so much about you know my habits, what the things that I do, what I and why I do them. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. Oh, and it's it's so important as well to take the time to to dive into it to learn where like certain trigger moments or certain thoughts or a way of ways of behaving come from so you can respond to it in a better way the next time as well and I fully believe what you said as well. Like everything kinda of comes to you as a lesson and as long as you don't learn the lesson, the same thing is gonna keep happening to you over and over again until you learn the lesson, see the red flags and act on it. Because it's, it's easy sometimes just to see the red flags but acting on it is way more difficult because again we're so stuck into this this vicious circle of just doing the same thing over and over again because that makes us kind of feel comfortable as well like it's our comfortable spot that's what we know so that's what we keep doing but actually like digging in to find your triggers to to see the red flags to see where it comes from just to learn how we can respond to it differently and step out of that comfort zone and act on it so that same lesson doesn't come back again but it's It takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort.
1: And it also takes courage because you have to do it. Someone else is not going to do it it for you, right? This is the thing, right? Like, you know, yeah, you create it again. Like, this is the second scenario similar that I've created, right? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, it hurts. That's (laughs) why right now I'm like kind of adamant and I hope that I fucking stick to it because I'm like, I don't want to create this again. Yeah. Because it fucking hurt. It does. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to do the work, right? Yeah and it's just like all i want to do is fucking send it and have a happy life and ha- you know have fun yeah you know was, and i'm like well i've figured out in every other aspect of my life how to do that now i need to fucking figure this out you yeah. know figure this out so i can do it okay so on this walk that you're doing right yeah no trust me out man you're walking along the side of the highway from fucking you know <laughs> top to top to end right yeah. you're sleeping in a tent but are you just sleeping in the tent
0: yeah pretty much yeah like, well like i'm i'm uh, i'm mostly sleeping in my tent next to the highway just wherever 5 p.m takes me i uh, i just quickly check my surroundings i will check like google maps or something if i see like an old cattle road or uh, like a truck stop or whatever that just leads me off the highway for a little bit and just pitch it down there and that's me for the day um sometimes like whenever i reach a town of course i can find like just a nice comfortable bed because i just need to recharge my own battery as well and yeah. sometimes people offer me room i stayed at a few farms i stayed at a few people's houses um like people are so freaking just so genuine helpful everyone wants to do their bit. Uh checking in if i'm okay if i need water food place to stay sharing the stories donating like of course for the cause it's it's been way beyond what I ever dreamt it was going to be, like how people are responding to it. And yeah, I I get this, like that way because of that. I get to sleep in some pretty cool places every now and then as well. But.
1: Yeah. What have you noticed by what? Okay. This adventure you're doing is just yeah. a long walk, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. I've driven this highway here a number of times, right? Yeah. And like I said, like it's going to take you from here to Noosa. It's going to take you a good part of a week. Yeah but I can drive it in an hour and a half, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like when I drive it, you know, I'm not observing the same things, but to actually humbling yourself, by taking yourself back and going at a walking pace, like what have you noticed?
0: Oh man, a good example is the Marlboro stretch. The Marlboro stretch is like the longest stretch of emptiness and, and like there's actually a lot of car crashes there because people just fall asleep because it's such a long stretch of just nothing happening, the same view over and over again for a few hours straight and i really got to enjoy it in a way because when you walk it you fully live like into the now so you fully get aware of of your surroundings and everything you see and it's just you see it from a different perspective when you drive it in the car it kind of looks the same you just want to get through it you have like a different goal where now when you walk it when i walk it even if it's just tall grass with just some dry trees next to it and a few mountains on the background and that's all I see for like two or three weeks I get to enjoy the fact that I'm walking in the middle of nowhere by myself next to a highway looking at tall grass, dry trees and mountains in the background because who else gets to do that and you get to see the beauty of it as well like even like when you look at for example like this. this may sound ridiculous but when you look at the tall grass and it's, it just goes endlessly, like the fields here are just like insanely big. And you just see it like going as a wave because like sometimes yeah. you just have like a little breeze and you, you just see every single little detail. And what I really learned as well, like it's definitely a tool I learned to deal with my own mental health whenever it was bad, is to to switch back to the now. Like we always live in the past or the future. We always worry about something that has happened or might happen. But we forget that the only moment that we're actually alive is right now. So when you are like lost in your thoughts with something that already happened. So it doesn't matter. Or something that might happen, which doesn't matter because maybe it doesn't happen. The only moment that you live, the only moment that really matters is, is the now. So it's it's really helpful to fully switch to that moment and become fully aware of like where you're at, what you're doing, what you're looking at. Mm-hmm. And even like empty stretches, like the Marlborough stretch, which I was walking for two or three weeks, they kind of become beautiful in a way. Like, trust me, I've had days where I fully lost. Like, got like, <laughs> fuck this, this is like getting a bit boring. But most days, I was just fully loving the fact that I was, I was in the moment. I was, I was, like living it, and I was looking at tall grass and actually finding the beauty in it, and finding the beauty in the fact that I was just there by myself who else gets to do that? Like it's, it, it's so cool. And you can implement that in so many moments of your life. Like if you are driving yourself and you find yourself like a bit wandering off, just switch your mind. Even if it's for 30 seconds, it's just a moment of looking at the detail of what you're looking at. And it just completely changes. And that's what it's been doing to me. And like, there's so many of these tools and life lessons that you get out of this walkers. If, if, like for example i would think about the finish as in like just still being like what a thousand k's away from here like that will get to you like fuck that's still a thousand k's that's still a mm. long time but instead of doing that just take it day by day like set yourself small achievable goals um, and then like the next morning again like you you, you just cut that cake into small little pieces if you would eat the whole cake in one go you're freaking eat yourself nauseous and there's no way in how you can finish a whole cake by yourself but if you just take a little bit bit um, bit by bit mm. it's easier doable and you get that sense of achievement as well once you' I finish do that your day. in
1: life yeah you know you know what I was doing? I was sending myself freaking insane because I you know I've got my property and it's pretty much a ten year project of like where I, of like what I'm going to do right yeah and build it and so like when I'm there, I freaking... And I have so much energy that it's like... I, everyone knows me. Like, I'll just start working in the morning and I won't even eat. I forget to eat. I'll just get busy. I'm just doing it. And I'll, next thing it'll be 10 at night. And I'm like, fuck, i got to go to bed. And then I'll get up and like... And I was just like... I could send myself pretty much just... I could just work... Like burn myself out. Because I just won't stop, you know? And I'm like... And because I try to do everything at once. I'm a great multitasker. Yeah. And now what I've been doing lately is just managing that. <laughs> it's just like literally just managing that. And it has been so much better. So now I've just been like more efficient. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like write down like in the morning, I write down like what, what I would feel comfortable with achieving for the day. Yeah. You know? And I'll get be like, oh, that'd be good if I did this and this and this. And i will be like, and then what am I going to do for myself for the day? I was like, yeah, I want to go for a swim at the beach. I want to do this. And I'm like, okay, this is all ultra achievable. And I just make sure that there's heaps of space to do fucking anything. It's like, so what I've been doing, I've been setting myself like just small goals. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, I need to do this and then this and this, and then I'll just go and then it's a game to run and tick them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll break the goals down. So it'll be like, um, I don't know, chop wood and then stack it next to the fireplace. Yeah. Right. So instead of just like go sort out the wood, put it in two steps. So (laughs) then I get to fucking tick two boxes and you're feeling like you're just nailing
0: it. Yeah, that's it. But it's just like,
1: it's just so much fun. But then also what I've been doing is just not overloading myself lately. Yeah. It was even actually coming here on the way here. It's like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to stop in Brisbane. I'm going to see you, camp with you, punch it up, get to the Keppel Island, spend a day there. But, you know, and then I was like, hang on a second. It's just (laughs) like now I'm rush, rush, rush. breathe Yep. you know let's let's just um take it back and be a bit more realistic yeah i could smash out all that but i'm not going to be in the now as much you know yeah so i would have stopped and seen my uncle and brizzy and i would have just been like oh hey you're going and off off i went but i got to enjoy a nice walk with him today yeah you know what i mean then i've got to hang with you all afternoon yeah yeah, yeah. you know
0: uh, and it's it's it works perfectly that way like we all we all intend like whenever we we get things to our mind that we want to do we want to do everything at once and it all needs to be perfect in one go. Like no matter how big the goal set, we, we put mm-hmm. on ourselves. We just want to do it all in one go and just get it done with. But it doesn't doesn't work that way. Like you said, you just chop it up in those in those bits what you set as well. Because everything leads to that bigger goal. Um, and by constantly getting that sense of achievement, what you set as well. Like once you finish your day, and you, you've checked all those boxes you just get this sense, sense of achievement out of it and it makes you feel more motivated to do like maybe one one box more the next day you know what i mean like oh yeah. i've done like five choice today like let's see if you can do like freaking six tomorrow and it's the same on this walk like if i i just like wake up in the morning i kind of check okay this this will be achievable like to get get around somewhere like it like every day for me is a complete surprise like it fully yeah. depends on the quality of the roads, which is usually pretty shit, makes yeah. you walk a little bit slower or the amount of people you meet, you never know who you're going to meet, um, the amount of sleep you had the day before. Every day I, I, it's a surprise. I never know where I'm going to end up. But it's, it, it is good to kind of set yourself a goal. So at least mm. you, you push yourself to, to getting there.
1: How is that feeling with the actual travel and sense of adventure that you're actually on an adventure right now? You're walking the East Coast and just camping wherever wherever you like. What is the, the sense of adventure just
0: knowing that you're not gonna, you don't know where you're gonna end up? It's beautiful. As in, because it got me to so many cool places, and even like camp, having your tent like on some <laughs> shitty ass dump, dump hole for someone remote to, to dump all their garbage, but then pitching your tent right next to it because it's all you can get to, to that day. Even those moments are kind of cool because, like, who else gets to do it, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a place where no one else is going to get it except for that one guy dumping his shit. Um, it's it's funny, like, and and just to not knowing, I, I, I freaking love it as well. And the thing is, as well, like, every day, no matter how tough the day is, something good happens because there's so many people out there, like I said, just genuinely, like, checking in I, i've had it a few times like uh, through the website it's like a little gps tracker you can see why i'm a little two little bare feet all right and uh, especially in the beginning like i would i would like walk off the highway a little bit i would find like a little trail going a little bit into the bush or something like that or i'll be like on a like a long like farm way getting towards a farm something like that middle of nowhere and people would still take the time to get into the car get a hot meal. Drive it in the freaking middle of nowhere for this complete stranger that they've never met, only heard about through the news or radio, Facebook, whatever they've seen it on uh just to help out, just to see if I'm okay and if I need a hot meal, which is freaking amazing. Like I'm I'm generally sitting there by myself in the dark in my tent in the middle of nowhere in a bush and then all of a sudden like a lady shows up, it's like, Hey, I saw you were here, do you do you want a hot curry? It's like mm-hmm. fuck yeah.
1: I think it's the most brilliant way to travel. Like, it's just so brilliant because you're opening yourself up. You're so vulnerable. You're opening yourself up to human kindness yeah. and connection. You're putting yourself in scenarios that you would never, ever put yourself in, right? And yeah. it's just creating this most beautiful experience because you're getting hospitality. Okay, for one, you're doing something to pick up your tribe, right? Yeah. You're doing something to spread awareness for your tribe. And your tribe is like fucking other human. Like, it's us. Like, yeah. it's... it's you know it's humans like and you're saying like, hey, like it's it's like it's okay to struggle, you know what I mean It's okay to be you you know you' you get know, this support network for them, and other people are seeing that as well and appreciating that. And so it's this domino effect, right? Yeah. because you're doing the best version of you to help other people be the best version of them. Right, and people see you doing that and want to support that, so that brings out a good version of them. Exactly, you know yeah. what I mean. It's just it's like fucking win-win. It's like yeah. a ma- it's actually like it's amazing what you're doing, man. Thanks, man. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, uh, it's like I I I am fully grateful for the fact that I'm allowed to do this, that I'm in a position to do this, and that like the awesome thing about this walk is as well, like I'm I'm in a position right now where I can raise the awareness for a massive mm. problem that we have like worldwide but mostly like in australia like around men's mental health and just create that ripple effect of just holding space and, and sharing tools and whatever at the same like, which is like mm. negative in a way because it's a massive problem that needs a lot of attention but at the same time i'm in a position right now where i get to share like these good stories like positive stories every single day from people like doing the things they do and like, I think we're all kind of fed up with all the negative news that we get to see right now on the news and, and, and wherever. And I'm just in a position right now where I can share like this woman um, doing this for me or what was it like uh, two days ago, like this this bunch of really old lads like in an, in an RSL. Uh, where was it? Oh, I don't know. I forgot the name of the town. But like they saw me passing by and they waved me in and they were just sitting there chilling together, talking like old army stories and. Just yeah. inviting me there, and I, all of a sudden I was just sitting there for an hour and a half, just talking about Vietnam and making there, which is all having banter about each other. It was just, it's so fun. And but then, on the same day, I I order a coffee, and the lady uh, from the counter recognized the little card as well. It's like, oh, in the last twenty, like in the last twelve months, I lost three mates to suicide. So it's, it's like it's it's crazy like, balance between sharing those type of stories and making people aware of what the problem is and what we can do about it. Um, and at the same time, sharing all the positive stories of what people can do for yeah. you as well. So what do you su- suggest... someone's in there
1: and they're just ultra lost in life, right? Yeah. They don't know who to turn to. They don't know what to do. They don't... It's not that they don't even know who to turn to. They don't... They're too scared to fucking say that hey they're not okay yeah like we kind of went through it at the start but like what would you just what would you just tell them
0: to do is it is it like just
1: you know can't is there a number you can call
0: oh that? yeah 100 percent there's this there's, there's um heaps of lifelines that you can call mm-hmm. like there's a men's line there's a lifeline um there's this like all these awesome organizations out there right now helping like people with their mental health, especially with COVID right now, mm. the numbers are through the roof. Like we had like last week we had a national high record of people calling lifeline in one day. I think it was more than thirty five hundred people calling in one day to the suicide prevention line. Um so if you're in that position and you like at the end of your bids, like please call one of these lifelines. You can Google it, like just um lifeline, um mm. and it will come up please call one of these numbers because they're out there to to guide you to talk to you um and to guide you to like better directions and just know as well that you're not alone you're not alone everyone goes through it like like i just said on this like i had
1: my own spout
0: you know what i mean like
1: fuck like you've had your spout yeah you know like like my mate like i was saying before he had his you know, like, it's yeah. like every one of my mates that I know have had some moment in their life where they've gone, fuck, yeah, this is shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. just like every one of those mates too, I've pretty much enjoyed the most magical moments with them where we've all sat back and gone, fuck, life's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that was the thing, the thing for, for me is like, I know that. So it's like, I'm pretty like aware of my thoughts <laughs> when I had that thought, I was like, well, this is dumb. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I like, I literally went, oh, okay, I've lost my mind. I've yep. lost it. <laughs> and when I called my mate, I, I was like sitting there, and I, I actually, after I had that thought, I was like, I've got to get off the balcony. And I went downstairs, and I fucking, you know, felt the emotion, and I, I let it out um, for a while, and then I was like, yep, I've lost my mind. Like I've lost it, right? Yeah. And so I go up, and I was like, I've got a this is actually one of those moments where I went, I've fucking lost my mind. All right, I've got to, I've got to tell, like I've got to call someone. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, is, exactly. Yeah. So this is what I said. I went up and called one of my best mates that I grew up with that knows me from my childhood, that knows like, you know, quite a bit of a backstory. And I called him and went, mate, it's happened. <laughs> I've lost my mind. He goes, <laughs> i so, said it before i was just like he's like what'd you do I said well mate you know i um i went back and went back to this you know did the same thing again and he went well aren't you a fucking dumb cunt <laughs> <laughs> and then goes so what else has been happening yeah, and i was yeah, like yeah. so funny because i was like i was ready to like i thought he was gonna just proper like you know, talk talk to me. There was going to be more to it. Yeah. And it was nothing. He literally gave me nothing. Then when, what else has been happening? then we sat there and had this chat that kind of like just was just catching up on him, catching up on me. It bounced every so often back to the problem, but just yeah. kind of like went around. And I got the phone. And it was exactly what I needed. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. It was like so brutal in the way that it was just like, it wasn't like, man, look, that's a right. Like, fuck, like, are you okay? Or like, that's what yeah. I was kind of expecting. And it was just like... <laughs> You did it, did you? you? You went back there. Okay, okay. Well, you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, yeah, it was yeah. like this tough love that, it, for yeah. some reason. But my it point about me. this was the fact that I've, that I got to the point where I was like, all right, I need to fucking call someone because I had this fucking ultra negative thought. The response I got in the in a way it didn't matter. It was literally just fucking going and talking to someone that that's I knew it. that loved me. Yeah. You know what I mean? That I knew that it was there. You yeah. know. And it was like that's all I needed. Whether if like. Because I, I, I kind of envisioned this beautiful thing that, like, you know, if I ever had a moment like this or in a moment like that, you know, I was going to get come up with all this love, like, <laughs> "Mate, it's all right, like I'm here and you're shit," <laughs> <laughs> and
0: you mate it's just like, "Well, you're an idiot." So anyway, <laughs> you know. Yeah, sometimes that just does the trick already. And right? it did, yeah. you know. But it's the
1: thing was, that he could have said anything; it, yeah. just, it didn't matter. He could have fucking. It could have answered, and he could have ripped me in a like a new asshole, and it would yeah. have been. It still would have just been, yeah, the yeah. The
0: fact that he's there for you, yeah, like, exactly. He, he's there, like he he could, he was there for you to call, and yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, that's exactly for for these people that maybe do not have those mates, but definitely need to reach out. Like there are, mm. you're not alone. Like do yeah. not ever think you're alone. There's always like someone mm-hmm. out that you can call and um, get support from, and they can guide you to the direction that you need to go
1: when people come to me with their stuff and and it's happened like a lot actually through the podcast there's a couple of people i've talked down like been able to talk down from from you know hurting themselves and and just some of the messages that that i've gotten and it's actually funny it's like i've never felt that anyone reaching out to me is silly like even when my friends have come to me and said like fuck like when um, I've had friends be suicidal or whatever, I've never thought it's been silly. No, I've never judged them on it, and I'm like I've always tried to make sure that they know that that's okay. Like yeah. it's like fuck, man, it is so okay.
0: It's it's only what we tell, like we tell ourselves, like we tell ourselves it's not okay. Like we tell ourselves it's like, oh, I am I'm like this special case that is dealing with this.
1: Well, I haven't looked at any of those people that have come to me as being weak. I've actually looked at them as ultra strong for having the strength and courage to fucking talk to me about it. That's
0: exactly it. That
1: is actually, actually, that is fucking so real. It's like, I respect and love so much more. You know, like, think about it. It's like, it takes courage. It is courage. And it's like, you're not weak. Holy fuck. (laughs) i'm not weak no, no definitely <laughs> they're not, not it's, they're not weak i'm not weak no one's weak <laughs> no oh that's that
0: dude that's that's 100 percent true man like it like that's what i said in the beginning like it's not weakness it's the opposite it's courageous yeah it is courageous to to say you know well, like i'm I'm not okay um i need to have a chat and that's and that's completely fine and like i, I firmly believe is all oh, like we we make this massive stigma around it from from the past that like dealing with your mental health is like oh you have to go to the psych ward but it should be just as or it is mm. just as normal as like going to the doctors when you have a fever or a broken leg or you just like yeah, need something you know what i mean like that's that's normal to us and this is just as normal going to to seek out professional help or just just speak to someone about your mental health it's just as normal as going to a doctor's for your fever
1: mm. exercise is a good thing oh yeah get your blood flowing Endorphins. Get your nutrients moving around. Get your endorphins. Yeah, that always helps. You know, around you. My my, my ex, yeah, Lexi, she suffered really bad from depression, anxiety, and now she's this huge like Pilates oh, instructor. Yeah. And she started, um, she started Pilates literally because she had such bad anxiety. She needed to keep up with her heart rate, so she started exercising. She was trying everything, like, you know, we'll do meditation, silent meditations, like freaking. Um, you know, special diets, doctors, different things. And then the one thing that she found, she's like, okay, I have anxiety. My heart rate's through the fucking roof. Everything I'm doing, nothing is fucking working. Yeah. And she's like, you know, she's trying to calm herself. And she's like, well, I'm going to start going with my heart rate. My heart rate's just fucking going through the roof, so I'm going to run. Yeah. That's where it wants my body to be. And it just, for her, like that, that was her um, way of coping because it was like she she put her body at the same rate as her anxiety and it's fucking like it burned it up yeah in a way you know
0: that's so good oh it's fucking brilliant oh like i fully believe like exercise and what you said like what we said before is that you you are what you eat so like eating Mm -hmm. the right stuff like eating the healthy stuff as well that's it's all going to work on your mental health like i firmly believe that your gut is directly linked and i think it's proven now as well like it's directly linked to your brain in a way so whatever you eat whatever you put in your stomach that determines how you feel as well so eat mm. eat good exercise like it doesn't you don't have to be this like freaking uh men's health magazine cover of course but just exercises in general like what i'm doing right now it's going for a walk even if it's just a, a walk around the block but just being in the fresh air and like just activating your body like getting outside it's just mm. doing the trick already on on your mental health
1: yeah i had a I had a friend recently she had some really bad um mental health issues um you know depression anxiety um can't sleep um fucking suicidal and it's like she's doing everything it's like she's doing everything that she needed to do to fix herself yeah. and at the same time doing everything she needed to do to sabotage fixing yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't <laughs> have one the other. can't eat healthy and do the right thing Yeah, and then party and take heaps of drugs. Nah, it doesn't, it. like, and then, and then you know, it spirals. Yeah. It was like, you, you know, it's like, <laughs> well, maybe you could, but it just doesn't seem to be working, nah. does it? Well, <laughs> you know it's, what I mean?
0: to probably just take 10 times as long if you do it that way. It's, well, yeah.
1: Just, yeah, it's just like, um, you know, sometimes you just got to, like, do what you need to do. Just commit, yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, I,
0: yeah, and, and not just look for one, one like, answer, one solution. Like, there's just, it's just, like I said before, it's small things combined that will lead to that one. Yeah. Oh, I call my free relief.
1: Yeah. That one walk will help. Oh, if yeah. If you walk all the time, will be better. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know what I have, Buttman? I've got Tim Tams. Oh. Yes. I bought us double chocked tin yes. It There's a little special. They're on yeah. special. Oh, a little treat. A little and um and we can either have another beer, yep. or we could make some tea. Yeah, and sit reckon. on the side of the road. And I reckon we go look at those stars.
0: Yeah, sounds pretty good to me. Man,
1: we're camping. I'm, I'm camping with you on the side of the road. I'm I'm enjoying a night with a barefoot Dutchman. That's it. Of what it's like to be um mid world record. Now, what I'm gonna ask you, actually, yeah. let's tell the tell the listeners. How are you showering along this along this <laughs> street? <laughs> Considering you're walking, oh, yeah. you know what I mean. How far in between showers? Well,
0: um, it, it it has occurred that I haven't showered for like a week and a half in a row or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of got the feeling people were like less. Um, how do you say? They didn't want to come as close to me anymore to take pictures. At some point, <laughs> <laughs> but that was that was on the empty stretches. Now I can I can I can shower a little bit more often because I'm getting closer to like towns and petrol stations and stuff like that. But yeah, I definitely I am I am a grump every now and then. Like <laughs> that's wicked.
1: Yeah, man. I just I love it. You know, like take the 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 mental health aside and the and the and the message at the end of the day, you're doing a really cool adventure. Oh, you know what I mean? At the end of the yeah. day, you're doing this. You know, like. Just the adventure in itself, you're doing. You're just doing a, you know, a huge walk. You know, you're yeah. going on a pilgrimage.
0: That's pretty much it. Yeah, and, and yeah, like you said, it's it's just a massive adventure. Like you only get to do this once in your lifetime. The fact that it's like a Guinness World Record as well it's pretty cool to tell the grandchildren. Like in a bit from now, as all well, that Aunt granddad has done this freaking stupid walk barefoot. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's epic. It's beautiful. I get to see Australia in, in like in a very different way. I get to see every inch and. When, when, like, when you have to put adventure in, in in one thing, like it's it's, yeah, or this this whole thing in one word, it's just adventure. That's what it's it. Yeah. Are you scared that you'd cut your foot? Not cut it anymore. I'm kind of over the, like, like the fear of cutting it. Yeah. Like same with snakes and stuff like that. I I've gotten so it, it's just an, I'm. It, they're just just so bruised from just walking on gravel and walking on the rocks. I just need like smooth asphalt or concrete roads i'm so over yeah. these gravel roads like they're so they're so bruised up i remember when we were kids we used to hitchhike out to the crumb and rock pools
1: and like coming back we couldn't get a lift and the road was that hot you'd have to try run into the shadows oh and yeah. then get the white line yeah oh god and you're like trying <laughs> to oh, you'd run along the road in the shadows trying to get the shadows and like you know bolting find another shadow you're yeah like, oh cool spot oh yeah and you by the end of it your feet are just freaking so destroyed yeah yeah and that's they, like you know a, a half an hour of running on a road not
0: um five months of <laughs> six months yeah it's this? gonna get close to six months i think like before i left people were asking like oh how long is it gonna take you like i don't know like maybe maybe four months if if you like kind of normally think how, how much can you walk in a day but then yeah this is this is not normal so i'm i'm, I'm aiming halfway of october which then will be like five and a half months of just walking non-stop yeah Yeah. i'm actually um because like this this whole walk of course is already like raising awareness raising funds for for men's mental health but just because like we're peaking so high right now in in like the mental health calls like people struggling i figured as all like i need to peak with this walk so i just i just uh, a few days ago i decided i'm going for a record inside a record i'm gonna um, I'm gonna do a 24-hour non-stop barefoot walk from brisbane to gold coast just to make use of the momentum we have from like the densely populated area we have there and just get as much attention as we can for the cause for the people that are struggling by just doing this immense 24-hour non-stop it's never been done before barefoot i'm even thinking if i have the power to go a little bit longer but just to kind of show as well like you can do whatever you set your mind on i want to i want to feel that power inside myself by doing this walk as well so we're just going to top it a little bit more by yeah by, by pushing it are you going to
1: work your way up to train for that as in like a like 16 hours one day try to get to 20. no just go straight for the 24.
0: yeah i'm just going straight for the 24. yeah mm, hopefully that's a good road oh uh, well i i got told that from brisbane to Goldie, um like Let's say eighty percent of it is footpath, so that's good, and then the highway between there is like a big M one, which is like these concrete slabs yeah which is which is fine and the main reason why I wouldn't do it on any other day like leading like leading up to it is because walking in the dark next to the highway is pretty much the stupidest thing you can do, mm. so I don't want to do that, but when I do it for that twenty four hour walk, I will that's get some up. support. I will I will make sure that yeah, I have like some good protection and though.
1: What's it like when you're walking along and you hit those little stones, you know when you feel real <laughs> sore and you walk along the road and you hit a stone, you're like, Oh Dude, god.
0: You know what the worst thing is? When you get like a little bit too comfortable, like let's say the road kinda gets into like a good a good bit of road and you pick up some pick up some speed, you get a bit more cocky, a bit more comfortable, and then you step on that the tiny little sharp as rock with your heel mate mm. that that is the worst like there's nothing you know like when you just hit your toe like against the corner of a wall or a table like really hard like without like holding back for one second or when when you get it to two for example like some people like when you get it to and you just hit that really like shit spot which is like gets to your nerve like you just hold your breath yeah that's pretty much how I walk for like hours on a day, just holding my breath, like just from being that sore. But stepping on a rock like that is by far the worst feeling. Oh God. Yeah. I just really can't even imagine. Yeah. It happens uh, quite often.
1: So how do people donate for men's mental
0: health? Uh, they can go to the website, thebarefootdutchman.com. There's a very easy link to uh, to donate. It all goes to Gotcha for Life, the the charity that I'm walking for and Tomorrow Men. Um... And if they want to follow the story, like I'm, I'm, I'm sharing pretty much everything that I go through every single day and where I sleep and, and wherever I meet on the way as well on Instagram and Facebook, the Barefoot Dutchman as well. Uh, so please follow the stories there and let's, uh, yeah, I, I'm just saying let, let's just create this massive wave of awareness. Like I'm, I'm starting this ripple effect by sharing these stories, and if you guys share more of these stories, this ripple will turn into a massive wave of awareness going to like all corners of the country. So yeah please get on there share the stories and and in that way you're you're part of the change and you're holding space for someone else to feel comfortable to have a chat um so please share it yeah
1: it's funny, like how much it means to have someone there, yeah you know what i mean or or to or to to speak you know just even you the other night just having a chat with you is just it's just so healing, yeah. You know what I mean? Just to have a chat with someone, you're just like, oh yeah, and just talk about your shit. Yeah, it's just, just unload. Fun. So yeah, just yeah. unload. You know, <laughs> sometimes you feel bad you unloading on someone. You're like, mate, nah, that's fuck, fine. You would not believe what happened. You <laughs> <laughs> know, it's completely fine, man. Like, that's, that's what we need, eh? Yeah, and like to be honest, I've I've got some friends that I like when they do it for me. Like, you know, when they call me with their shit, you know, yeah, it's kind of nice. Oh,
0: 100 percent. Mm. Like it's it's you get like a good feeling out of it as well, because you feel like you're part of someone's change. someone's someone's yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%.
1: Yeah. Like you, you're a rock for someone. That's ultra nice too, because it's love. It's love both ways. Yeah. yeah Man, yeah. you made me think a lot about people's mental health, because, you know, like when I think about it, you know, like, yeah, like I had, I lost a couple of mates this year, um, to mental health. It's the same yeah. thing. When you actually think about how, yeah,
0: how how bad it actually is it is um like on average and this was from the numbers of 2019 so it's it's only getting worse and worse right now with the whole covid but on average there was uh, nine people a day in australia alone dying of suicide um of which seven were men so 75 percent of all suicides are men and that's just increasing right now so that was already uh, nine people a day in 2019 so 2020 2021 having these COVID restrictions it's just getting worse and worse right now so just think about that like that's when it comes to the 75 percent of men seven men a day uh that's that's seven mates seven dads seven sons seven fathers um dying oh, that's, a day.
1: that's hectic yeah it's so hectic all right man let's get out of here and have a picky
0: yeah let's do it alright dude thank you
1: thank you so much for everything that you're doing like just just for your community for us for everyone well, you know thanks. what I mean it's like it's fucking amazing thanks man like well it thanks is. for like giving I've... me
0: uh, the space to uh, to share and like you you on your part now yeah. have held the space as well and let's hope this this conversation is, is like is starting another ripple affecting your community right now with, mm-hmm. with the people that listen to this awesome podcast
1: hope you guys like this episode. Now, remember, I've got prizes to give away for whoever shares it for me. Go on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe, put it on your social media story, tell your mum, Send me a message, send me a screenshot, or I'm just going to see it on Apple Podcasts anyway, or I'm going to see it on social media, and every week I'm going to pick someone, and I'm going to send them an o or Knife or a Diaries of the Wild Ones t-shirt. Enjoy, guys, and thanks for listening. Just yes, sayang Jari apa dari cinta jari apa I do it like a double.